It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live, not from Theo Lucia's garage, but from a real live Hollywood premiere. Uh, dude, I'm actually wearing a corduroy uh, blazer today. I'm like, <laughs> I'm digging it because we are in at the Arclight Theater on Sunset Boulevard, Hollywood. In the, in the heart of the entertainment capital of the world, Hollywood. We are here for what's... Because we bring... Heart to entertainment. How's that? <laughs> it Jeez. is the worldwide premiere, the worldwide premiere of Two Hopeful Spinsters, the webisode. And it's being, uh, it's handled right here at the Arclight Theater in Hollywood. So, you know, hey, we're, we're live, dude. We're, part, we're, we're Hollywood. We're, we're, we're twinsters. It's because we're twinsters, man. So they're the Two Hopeful Spinsters, and we are the twinsters. There, I sound better, man. Thanks okay, a lot. you know what? Let me tell you something. Uh, that you'll know what what two hopeful spinsters are in a little while. But what it is, it's a webisode that's it's going to premiere today worldwide, and um, and you know, the, it, they invited us it, to be part of it. Is it premiering online as well, or they're premiering uh-huh. it here at the? Uh, how does that work? They're premiering it here at the Arc Light, right? Uh, which, in fact, uh, uh, at nine thirty, it's free. For uh, for anybody that you just go to our Facebook at Twin Talk Show Facebook and click on the Evite there and RSVP, you could be here at nine thirty after our show, and you can you can view it. Anyway, we want to let you know that you can listen to us every week on www.twintalkcast.com. Twintalkcast.com. We broadcast every week. We've been doing it for, on a special night, Wednesday nights. Usually we do it on Tuesdays, but Tuesday, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. See, Tuesdays is Twinsdays, but it's a special night Wednesdays because you could hump a twin Wednesday today. <laughs> anyway, we want to thank you all for listening, <laughs> and we want to remind you all that uh, uh, we are broadcasting live from the Arclight Theater in Hollywood in the center of the... Uh, entertainment capital of the world. Yeah, and what else do we got going today? Well, today we're going to have, obviously, we're going to speak to Heather Alt and Delaney Peace, who are the two stars of the webisode called Two Hopeful Spinsters. Also, we're going to have the great from Reservoir Dogs, Thelma Louise, Free Willy. Free Willy! <laughs> Kill Bill 1 and 2, Mr. Michael Madsen's going to be with us. Hey, dude, look at I got my Michael Madsen look. Look, Jackie. I'm squinting my eyes and I'm looking down and not directly at you. That's my Michael Madsen look. What did you say? I can't hear Jackie. Oh, that that looks exactly like him. Minus the dreads, I know. I'm just cool like that. Anyways, stay tuned for that. Also, we're going to have, like we do every Tuesday or every week, 
this this week on Wednesday, straight out of Telemundo and NBC with the news and dirty laundry. Jackie Casa is going to be with us. What do you have with us later on, Jackie? Hi, guys. Tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, news rocked from the sports world this week. I'll tell you what shocking news came out of the NBA. Also, I know I got my sexy men out there listening to us, but could you be too hot? I'll tell you of a guy who's too much of a hottie patati for a country. <laughs> details, details on that. And finally, be careful of your next visit at Starbucks. I'll tell you why. All that and more coming up in a few. Only on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel do you hear the news and dirty laundry with Jackie Casas. I guess that's a girl thing, that hottie patati, eh? <laughs> hottie patati. What is hottie patati? I don't know. It sounds like an you Italian know who dish. Really, <laughs> you know who really, really made that popular? Rosie O'Donnell, back in the day when she had her show, she used to right. refer uh. to Tom Cruise as a hottie patati. Oh. And would, this was before she came out, of course. Uh, <laughs> but she would always bring up his photo and say, oh, that hottie patati. Uh. She really made it popular. Anyway, well, you made it You made it very sexy. Anyway, oh, if you, you just tuned in, Ooh. we're broadcasting live from the Arclight Theater in the heart, entertainment capital of the world, Hollywood. Hollywood. We are in a real-life Hollywood premiere. Jose, people are having cocktails out here. They're, they're serving whiskey. And here. I have none. I don't have a cocktail, Jose. I, and Why you got to be like that? Hey, I, hey, dude, I'm running a show here. Dude, so I, I'm I, not a bartender. I put up the signs, you know? Look at how pretty and straight they look and shit. I made sure that we're, I made sure that we're the on the The square air. table, I put it together. You should have brought me a beer. Man. Whatever, dude. Anyway, we're broadcasting from the Arclight Theater. Uh, we're in a real-life Hollywood premiere of a webisode. The webisode is called Two Hopeful Spinsters, starring Heather Old and Delany Peace, as well as Michael Madsen, the Michael Madsen. The Michael Madsen guy. That, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> He's pretty popular on YouTube, man. I want to remind everybody. They follow him around all the place, eh? I want to remind everybody that uh, you can. Did he shoot somebody on the Reservoir Dogs? I want to remind every. <laughs> yes, he did. Doesn't he do like those movies, like where he wears that trench coat? What what movies are you talking about? I don't know. He, he just did a few movies and he <laughs> wore the same trench coat. Yeah, it's Michael Madsen. <laughs> He's made a few movies, brother. Well, yeah, of course. Anyways, we're gonna uh, we're gonna be here th- uh, throughout uh, the two hours of our show, and uh, people are gathering now in front of the step and repeat. And ladies and gentlemen, what's a step and repeat, man? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what a step and repeat. If you ever watch any kind of premiere and you see the the photos that the paparazzi take of the of the of the celebrities on the red carpet, they're always standing in front of like a, a wall or something that has the logos of the show and the sponsors, and it, the logos go on over and over again. That's called a step and repeat. What I don't, I, but I don't get why though. It's probably because no matter what, as long as you walk down the carpet, you keep you stepping step forward and, and you repeat. To go no, take the, a sh- the the background repeats itself. So no matter where they take a picture, they're still going to get the logos on the background, okay, and the sponsors and all that good stuff. Okay. But anyway, we are outside the uh, the uh, uh, the ArcLight Theater where the uh, event is <laughs> going to be taking place. Step and repeat, and uh, that's me getting out of my lounge chair after a couple of cocktails. We eh? are red. <laughs> I step and then I fucking fuck that. I'm going to repeat that drink. Hey, we're moving on up. We're not broadcasting on our live on a garage today. We're broadcasting uh, adjacent to the red carpet uh, uh, of the we are the webisode premiere. Hi, Hi Miss uh, Fedora Hat. Very lovely hat. <laughs> the premiere of the webisode. You're rocking two it. Hopeful spinsters. I can never talk without interruption. No, but there's a lovely. Thank you. There's a lovely young lady here with <laughs> talking the mic. Come on, you can talk to us. Let's put it on. Put it. My on. brother is, is flirting. Your <laughs> brother is what? He's flirting. Hi, what's your name? Yael. Yael. Yeah, name? My name's Jose, and that's my brother Angel. The Hi, yeah, flirting with you. 
Hi, Angel and Jose. I'm digging that. I'm digging I, your. I guess we should make it. a disclaimer. We're live to the world right now, so you. I live to the world. Blessings. <laughs> 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 well, how do you pronounce your name? Yael, like yeah. you are Yaeli. Yaeli. So, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who just tuned in, my brother just flirted with a woman <laughs> with a uh, uh, attractive woman with a fedora. Her <laughs> name's Yael. What are you doing here? Are you invited? Do you know people? Um, You're connected. I am connected. Tell us about it. Uh, my friend Heather Alt is one of the spinsters in this wonderful program this evening, and she uh. and I have a history. Uh, going back about 10 and a half, 11 years to wow. New York City. Wow. So are you a spinster as well? She's not. You're I too am, young. actually. Yeah. <laughs> really? Hey, yeah. spinster is the new um, 21. Let's I don't talk know. about that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for those who have just tuned in, a, a spinster is a woman who's, a, a, who's too old to be, too young to be, what is it? I don't know. She, no, it's not. Too young to be a cougar, too old to be a cub. I think I'm a cougar, though. You're a cougar? Mm. Nice. Well, I have young men approaching me all the time. <laughs> but I kind of look at them and say, no, I could really be your mom. I could totally see why. <laughs> I could totally see why. <laughs> so, so tell us, what do you think about it? Have you watched any of it? Have you been privy to any of the previews since you know her? I uh, actually am in some of that episode. What do you do? What do you play? I play a woman who is in her 40s. That's right. Uh-huh. Um, who is sexually very active. Oh, <laughs> my kind of lady. Right on. So, um, I like that you're eating Fig Newtons. What's would you like one? I would, actually. <laughs> I have not had a Fig Newton bon in appetit. a long time. Thank you. They actually <laughs> came up to us and said, we're going to bring you some water. Would you like some food? I said, Fig Newtons. Did you notice that when Yaeli said that she plays uh, uh, a cougar that uh, is very ha- uh, sexually active. She looked at me. Yes, she did. <laughs> I did. She looked in my direction. I eh? did. Let me ask you, uh, what's the name? It. What's the name of your character in the webisode? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. So when they it get, doesn't matter, eh? You know what? Heather called. I went. That's fantastic. Well, you know. So when you got the script or so called or whatever it was, that she, <laughs> what, what did she tell you it was? She said, "Yael." Um, I need you to elaborate and just be as body as possible and uh, ham it up a bit, <laughs> you know. So I, I did. Is there yeah. any truth to that role? Anything that you relate I to? I think so. I mean, I certainly think that any good sense of entertainment is derived from truth, at least for me. Mm-hmm. So yes, I definitely drew from my own personal experience. She's very so, sexual. So, you know, I would probably I, I would probably play that role very well as tambien, eh? You'd be the sexually frustrated minster. Sexually frustrated? <laughs> the minster, I like that. Yeah, we, we didn't coin that phrase, but uh, I'll take credit for it. And So, tell us, how long have you known Heather? You said you've known her, you've known her s- since, since uh, New York. Did you guys work together? Did you guys go to school together? Did you? Uh, we had the same vocal coach together in New oh. York City. Shout out to Michael Foreman. Woo! Whoa. So, <laughs> vocal for singing or for acting? For singing. Give us, Show us one of your vocal uh, exercises. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Yael, exercising one of her vocal exercises. Go ahead. It has been a long time. Okay. Ready? Silence. Here we go. Oh, no. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? A vocal exercise. Yes. Holy shit! Oh, can I say that? Sorry. Yes, you can. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> me, mommy, 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 mommy. I don't know. Nice. That was great. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Anyway, so we thank you so much for coming here. My pleasure. Thank you for coming. Thank you. I really appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) It's 
made me feel very <laughs> welcome. Although you have a ring on your finger, so I do. Your wife is listening. She is. She's, she's like, really, again, another woman. Uh-huh. What are you doing? I got an itch. I got an itch. <laughs> Not quite, but I got an itch kinda. in my eye. <laughs> oh. What's that over there? Jose doesn't have What's a ring. Jose wants to oh, put that lovely. out there. Second best there. How's that? There you go. Whatever. Well, enjoy your night. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank, Thank you for coming it. on Before our show. Before you go, yes. uh, what is one thing you need that uh, you want uh, to impart to our listeners uh, who do not know what a hopeful spinster is? What what what, what is what would you tell them it is? I would say that a hopeful spinster is a woman who is looking for love and partnership and attraction and communication and commitment and someone who is just available. <laughs> Not necessarily someone who is your all and everything, but someone who just really wants to be um, part, <laughs> part of it. Sexually part active. Of it but it's beyond sexually active. I mean, the yeah. sex is easy. Yeah. It's relationship that's tough. Uh, you know? Gotcha. And it's keeping the relationship as accessible as the sexuality. Wow. You know why? Because I, I, think, I think that men that are spinster's age... We're like a lot younger, like uh, how would I say it? Ma- immature, like yeah. Men, men, we act men, like kids. Men are exponent- women. Men are exponentially more immature, yeah, than women are. M- women, women. Well, that's uh, nothing new. But women, they, like, I don't even know what I brought it up, eh? Like everyone knows that. What I love about but women. it must be it must be exponential. You're right. At at the spinster age, you see, I can never get a word edgewise. But I think if you look at life as if we're all matter and we're all DNA and we're kind of vibrating at certain vibrations, you guys are radio waves that will be forever transmitting out into outer space. Yeah, yes. El, you are speaking my brother's language now. Okay. I know, this is Japanese to me. Okay. When you go into the esoteric, I lose it. So all I'm saying is if you are going to hook up with people, you have to pick up what their frequencies are, mm. you know, because that's really what connection is truly about. Makes a lot of sense. You, know, and you have to be clear. Wow. Well, it makes a lot of sense. Usually, that's how I, I like when I'm having a beer with my wife. If I'm having two, like if I had two and she's only had one, I'm like, baby, I'll slow it down. I'll be at your frequency. <laughs> eh? <laughs> yeah, El, thank you so much. My pleasure. So Enjoy. awesome that you thank came you. and sat down with us. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for coming. Have we we look forward to hearing your review of the of the website. I, I look forward to seeing you on on the on the web series, the two hopeful spinsters. Thank you. Enjoy. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. We got a real life real life spinster here. Wow. And we didn't even set that one up. And one of the crew member, our cast members. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. Come back, Yale. Come back for more Fig Newtons. <laughs> and that's what we call flirting. Is that your water, notice. baby. Move it out of so people don't hit it. So that's what's going on. And uh, first of all, I want to let everyone know that you can friend us on um, Facebook on Twin Talk Show and also on, on Twitter at Twin Talk Show. And throughout the show, you can give us, you can chat us up on Facebook, uh, leave comments on our wall. Let us know uh, your opinions of the show or, or of any comments that we make and so on and so forth. So you can also call us, eh? Oh, do we have the line? I up don't have the- a line. Oh, dude. it's at Theo Luis's garage. Yeah, we eh? have a line at Theo Luis's garage. Well, why don't you post, eh? Oh, here, here's my number, 626. Six. Ah, Charlie. Eh? My wife will be all, all pissed off at me. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so so this is pretty cool, man. I mean, people are hanging out, and uh, I should have thought of this. How was your week, brother? My week was pretty good, man. Check check this. I uh, I uh, <laughs> this weekend. 
I worked the fight, the uh, uh, utility for, right. for HBO. Right. And, you know, Don King, Don King, once in a while I see him at a fight when he has a fighter up there. He hasn't had a winning fighter in a while. And this time he, he had this one guy uh, uh, who, who he had on his fight who actually won. Check it out. At the end of the fight, you know when they go ringside to interview right. with, with the on-air talent? Where you could see the ring behind the on-air talent. You could see it behind the... and right. So we had to rush down. Me and my cameraman had to rush down to get that camera set up on sticks with the talent. Right. And then the uh, the boxer, the winning, boxers, uh, winning boxer and his posse was coming down. Our production people, you know, were trying to keep people away from the shot. Right. The public. You know, right. The public... You know, goes jumps on the ring. They try to, yeah, uh-huh, and then uh-huh. they try to jump and follow the, uh, be part of that posse, right? And so, what, all I know is that, all I know is that Don King. I hear Don King say, "Are you out of your fucking mind, <laughs> Don King?" <laughs> and I turn around, and the guy Don King is hanging on right. from the ring outside the the, the pole right. on the outside of the ring, looking like he's gonna fall. No way. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I put my hands on his ass, okay, <laughs> on Don King's ass, okay, because I thought he was going to fall. And I noticed that he was actually elbowing the girl that was trying to keep him from coming down because he wanted. What? It, well, it was his fighter that was going to be on the shot at the bottom of the ring. Right. And they weren't letting him down. Oh, yeah, because they never want him to because, you know, he talks, he talks it up. They want to interview with the, with the fighter. And he, right. and, he, and he monopolizes the interview. Well, the, to me, like, when he said that, it was like him saying, I'm boxing. Can, are, you, are you out of your mind? <laughs> I am boxing. And he's trying to elbow that chick, and that's wow. when I, I stepped back, and he jumped off, and it, it was a pretty high jump. So you were kind of helping him box that girl, weren't uh, you? I was. I, I realized after that I, I was inadvertently uh, helping. But uh, if anybody has that on YouTube, eh, uh, post it on our Facebook on Twin Talk Show <laughs> of uh, Don King screaming uh, and uh, my hands on his ass. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, I, want, I, I wanted to also let you know I had an uh, interesting weekend. I went to... Uh, I went to the to the city with. with Can my you girl. hear me? Okay, okay, I hear you fine. Okay. I went to the city uh, with my girl, and uh, there in downtown Los Angeles was the Fiesta on Broadway event. And oh, okay, I, and it was the, quite. The, it was rather disgusting. Because, the Telemundo one. Well, it's not sponsored by Telemundo anymore. It was uh, Mundo Fox actually. Okay, it was like ten blocks of of. Uh, it's supposed to be Fiesta on Broadway. Right, and uh, we were appalled because there was not a single cultural thing there. It, it was, was all products. Yeah. Blocks Aww. and blocks of products, and people and people standing in line for those free products. The worst thing <laughs> is that every freaking booth had lines of La Raza with their kids. I walked up to a girl because I knew she would answer this. I'm standing in line, I said, "Hey, what are you waiting for? Oh, for the monster because Monster Drinks was there." Yeah, what are you guys getting? What are you getting in line? She goes, "I don't know." <laughs> it was ridiculous. I, I've been to that thing before, and it's a lot of fun. It's eh? not fun at all. There's but nothing to it. It's all booze. But you're absolutely. There's no cultural no. significance whatsoever. So no you're music, right. No. There was like one stage. One stage Look at, it's, at uh, the end. It's uh. <laughs> it's who? Oh my God! It's oh my. Nikki Tedesco. Nikki Tedesco. Oh. Huh? Have a seat, Nikki. Come Nikki on in. It's beautiful. Oh, Nikki Tedesco was on our show before. Hi, a musician. Alex. Hey Alex. Hi, Alex. Bass player, a guitarist, uh, singer, Nikki Tedesco, sickest freak, 
freak is sick. Sick as freak. Sick a- as freak. Oh, and she's here with us. Hi, Nikki. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you Careful guys? Careful with your do. It looks really good. <gasps> so Thank you're, you. you're good. You're I love it. You got good. the pinup girl look going. Uh, yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Nikki Tedesco, musician, uh, has an awesome album called Sick as Freak. We're playing a couple of her songs on our rotation on Twin Talk Cast Radio. Was on our show before. Check out TwinTalkCast.com and click on previous podcasts. What are you doing here? I'm hanging out. I'm here to support my girls, Delany and Heather. Awesome. Yeah. You really hooked us up with them. It was really fun to Aren't have Aren't they fun? <laughs> they, they, they laid out a secret about you. They did. They did. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't on the air, but I'm going to say it. You're, you're, you, uh, you do workouts, huh? You're like a... Like oh, a, yeah, that's a, no secret. Uh, well, it was a secret, secret are you a baby. Are you a oh, trainer? yeah, look at those. <laughs> well, she's just got muscles, eh? Orale. Are you a trainer? <laughs> no, no, what no. What do you mean do workouts? You work out? No, yeah. You do like that's a, how we met. Oh. We do this like uh, morning crunch workout boot camp oh, together. Which one? It's at Griffith Park. Okay. Because I always do it at It's the Johnny one Co- that she does. Eh? It doesn't matter where. Eh? I'll talk about she boot, does ca- it. boot camp. Angel, there's a boot camp where they have a doggy boot camp where you can bring your dog with you. <laughs> Ooh, and everyone cool. does. And they do it on Johnny Carson Park in front of, of NBC. And let me finish a sentence. Finish. I, I, can you see? Every time I talk, he's about to. I let you tell your. I held Don King's ass story <laughs> without interrupting. I did on Saturday. Anyway, across the street from Johnny Carson Park, they do it. It's a doggy boot camp. And I go, you know, that's pretty cool. I looked it up on Google. I clicked on Google, check out their website. Wouldn't you know it? They had uh, testimonials from people. My ex girlfriend, Josie, is one of the testimonials. Oh. What? Hey, Jose. It ain't helping the nose you fixed. Jose, you could bring your doggy to the workout. I want to bring Nikki to the workout. <laughs> eh? Shit. So what are you looking forward to? Have you seen, at your, since you're friends with the, the two old spinsters, have you been privy to any of the previews, or is this all going to be like a new thing for you? Well, I'm really excited to see the show because I've seen the trailer and I've seen the interview, which is really hilarious. All right, right. <laughs> so, and when I saw it, I mean, you know, I didn't really exactly know what to expect, but as soon as I saw it, I just jumped right in, was entertained. So I can't wait till tonight. Right yeah. So what do you think? I mean, a spinster, a spinster is, uh, you know, uh, two... Too old to be a uh, cub, too young to be a cougar, or whatever it is. Exactly. Uh, wh- what's your feeling on that? You're obviously you're taken. You're not. A, you're not. You don't fall in that category. But what did your heart go out to those spinsters, ladies? Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, when I was watching the program the, in the trailer, there's this one part where it's just things people are saying at parties, and every single one I've heard it before. Really? You know, I've heard all those comments before. Not you. <laughs> and I feel the same way. And I love that they're putting it into a comedian kind of a context because then you can go yeah and i hate that when people do that <laughs> it's you know true. instead of it being polite so they're taking this thing up maybe it's polite maybe it's a little like crossing the line to say to people that's the thing people about comedy you can time. laugh Nikki, at it and at the same time be angry you look it. like the most delicious grape jelly <laughs> <laughs> yeah on white bread <laughs> I look at her fingernails, too. My brother's referring to the fact that uh, Nikki Tedesco looks fantastic today. She's got sort of a pinup girl thing going with her quaff is is purple. Her nails, too. Her nails are purple. Look at her lips. Her lips, too. I wanted to match your headphones. Oh, I'm I'm a girl, so I noticed her purple eyeliner, which looks super cool. I did not notice that. Yeah, I'm a girl, so I noticed that. I've gone above and beyond. I I got munchies, so I noticed it. (laughs) 
I want to tell you something else about this boot camp, by oh, the way. Okay, let's hear it. Some people do bring their dogs. Ah. Yeah, and actually, I've gotten to know the dogs better than the owners. So, like, today I was like, where's Louie? And I go, actually, you know, the guy Louis. who's Louie's master, I don't know his name. <laughs> who cares? But, yeah, I know But Louie's cute. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if I had a dog, I would name him, like, an Italian name. Like Vincenzo or... Or, or, you know, like Louis or, or spaghetti or Gi- Giuseppe. Like a, no, let me rephrase it. If I had a little dog, I mean, a little yeah. dog, I have a dog, but if I had a little dog, like a pug, it'd be Vincenzo or, 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 or something like that. I tried to do that, but I was picking names that sounded cool. And then Alex would correct me and say, you know, that's worm in Italian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, anyway, so uh, if there's one thing you want the people and who are listening, listening to us know about the webisode that uh, is going to be premiered that as far as what you know what do you want them to know well that delany and heather are, are awesome anyway they have a lot of personality so they're really cool chicks to begin with and they have a lot of personality but they are so motivated because they did you know the they raised ten thousand dollars through the kickstarter That's and awesome. they did all that and they really mean business so i mean Besides the fact that they're hilarious, when I mean, when you see them and you meet them, they just have a lot of charisma. Yes. So yes, I then know they it's going to come through. And they, they were, were on our show. You can listen to uh, listen to them on our podcast on TwinTalkCast.com. What's the name of it? I forgot what it's called, but click on previous <laughs> podcasts. And you see a picture of me and my brother and two sexy spinsters. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thanks for being with us, uh, Nikki. Uh, we, got, we have to go uh, to um, shout-outs. Some of that jelly over here. <laughs> Thanks for being with us, Nikki. Woo. Thank you, Chicky. <laughs> Anyways, it's time for shout outs because because uh, that's what we do. We do shout outs on our show all the time because we love you guys. I don't care what Jose says. First and foremost, I want to give a shout out to the uh, the uh, Heather and Delany, the two hopeful spinsters, and thanks for having us here at your awesome event uh, with all these cocktails floating around and so far none here. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to Marisol M. Bye, uh, and uh, thank you so much for that Twin Talk Marathon at your job. Orale, you know, awesome. You, you guys could have your uh, marathon at your job anytime. Just go to our TwinTalkCast.com and check out our previous podcast. So thanks for that, Marisol. Also, a shout out to Edna Ortiz, uh, Jasmine Garcia in Covina, California. Orale, I love it down there, eh? Uh, also, Cordell and Dave of the Cineverse had a lot of fun with you guys last week when you co-hosted the show with me. It was awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Also, I want to give a shout-out to the HBO crew that I, I worked with this week again. Jose B., uh, Bo, Tony, and Brent. Also, a shout-out to Don King, eh, Holmes? I inadvertently held you your ass, eh? <laughs> if anybody has that on YouTube, it's the Areola versus Stiverne fight. Look it up. You can see me holding <laughs> his ass, Don King's ass. Uh, also, a shout-out to Lorena Sotavi. Hi, homegirl. Thanks for all the links you're sending us uh, on all that anti-GMO stuff. Also, Bloody Mary, Veronica Pimentel, and Irene Villa. Um, those are your shout-outs. You got any shout-outs there, brother? No, I want to give a shout-out to... Uh, uh, who do I want to give a shout out to? Okay, there you go. There's your <laughs> shout outs, and your shout outs are brought to you by Express Cuts because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So go to Express Cuts at 10 420 Laura Souza Road in the city of El Monte, but we say Big Monte Homes. Tell them the twins sent you. 
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from the entertainment capital of the world, Hollywood. I guess. Not in Canada, eh? <laughs> it's not. It's right here, home. Anyway, we are at the li- yeah. the, the world Hi, pre- ladies. We're at the world premiere Hi. of the webisodes. Thanks for laughing at my silly jokes. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> we're broadcasting live from the premiere of the webisode series called Two Hopeful spinsters. And here you got two hopeful twinsters. There. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, you can catch us on Twin Talk Cast every week. And right now on, uh, in front of us, uh, uh, from director, director of uh, Two Hopeful Spinsters. Oh, really? We got the director here? Yes. <laughs> I was like, who's this Vato Listen here? to this. <laughs> Visual effects and animator Benjamin Button. For Benjamin Button, Spider-Man, oh. The Lion King. Director James Paris with us, right on. Right on. You're kidding me. I, I, I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, who is this guy? Transportation? <laughs> Angel, what do you think, man? I just, you know, I just dragged anybody. You grabbed over? him out of the audience. I, I was like, well, bring beer. Eh? <laughs> A little while ago, my brother starts flirting with some lady, so he drags her on the air. He probably thought I was flirting with you to bring you on or something. 
Thanks for coming on with oh, us, my James. My pleasure, my pleasure. So, uh, what's your name again? James Paris. James Paris. Uh, James, uh, uh, Heather and Delany were on our show recently, and uh, we I found them to be fantastic. I was so happy to have them on when my brother said he booked them because my brothers wanted to book them. I went online and checked out their 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 videos <laughs> and stuff like that. How I'm did, not a police officer, eh? Did they drag you into this? <laughs> oh, they totally dragged me into this, yeah. <laughs> Kicking and screaming. I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. Um, uh, no, they have this kind of, like, infectious energy that, well, you've seen it, right? Yes, uh-huh. you know. And the good thing is, like, since my, even though I'm filmmaking now, my background is in animation and visual uh-huh. effects. Right. And they are kind of like a walking animated pair of characters, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, and they are. So it really makes it easy for you to envision what their sort of ADD comedy style could be. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so when they pitched, you know, the idea of like, hey, you know, we want to do like, I don't know, Laverne and Shirley for the next millennium. Right on. <laughs> but like total, like it could be whatever, you know, um, and leave reality behind if you want. Just right. have fun. Right. Which I think is where like the next level of indie entertainment, serial entertainment is going. You right. got TV on one side and you got cable on the other side. But the two are starting to come together. Pretty much it's going to be the same thing. Right. And then you got Twin Talk cast. Dot com on the other side. <laughs> on the other, on the third side. <laughs> you got one good twin on one side and the bad twin on the other. <laughs> He's the bad one. Uh. So how long have you been in the industry? Um, I've been in the industry. I did, I think, my first internship in the industry in 1990. Wow. And um, and then I've been in working pretty more or less steadily since like 92. Good for you. Good yeah. for you. So. Uh, so you worked on The Lion King? Yeah, that was actually, The Lion King is my first uh, feature credit. Did you have to kill Simba's daddy? <laughs> That's like the saddest movie I ever saw. Eh? I just saw that movie over the weekend. You and just I still, saw it? Wow. I, well, I repeat. Oh, you saw it? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but I, I was totally into the scene where he's like in the sky and he's like, remember. Uh, yes. And I was like, no, you're going to make me cry. For 50 points, what Shakespeare story is The Lion King? I got it. Hamlet. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Smart. I didn't go to school that day. Eh? I'm smart, but I didn't go that day. It's a great film. It's a great film. Spider-Man, Benjamin Button. Did you visual effects on Benjamin Button? We, I was on the visual effects team for Benjamin Button, awesome. and uh, we won an Oscar for Best Visual That's Effects amazing. that year. Yeah. Wow, so you got an Oscar. Well, I don't personally have it because, you know, they only give one to the whole team, so it's like okay. I, ha- so I have to break into somebody's things, house and huh? steal it. They gave me an opportunity to that. <laughs> I got when when with CNN won a group thing. You got one. You I, had, I was able to go buy it, but I never did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had to go buy it. I had to go buy it. Two hundred fifty dollars. So, uh, what uh, as as director of webisodes? Because you know it's still entertainment. It's still film. It's still Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But I, as as my brother and I have learned in in the, on internet based radio. You kind of tend to wear a lot of hats that oh, are normally yes. don't. As a director of a webisode, was that the case? Yeah, I think that was actually part of maybe why they singled me out because <laughs> I got a, a history. I'm known for when I when I'm on a project, even if I'm directing, I put on the first hat. I'm storyboarding. I'm doing pre visualization. I'm directing. I'm doing wow. post production. I'm doing visual effects. Wow. I'm, you know, and I I keep my fingers in every department. And yep. in with web series. Let's face it, you got to be like the serious creative and a serious cheap at the same time. Uh, right. And that forces you to wear every hat you could get your hands on. You I'm know? the creative. My brother's the cheap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I at my job, eh, you don't do that hard work or else they expect you to do it all the time, <laughs> eh? You do a little bit, huh? 
So that's great. What what uh, what's you know what's your expectations for two hopeful hopeful yeah. spinsters? Um, the well, webisode. Well, I'm, I've been like I've been on a rampage lately, just encouraging all my creative friends to say, take those ideas that you've been like sitting on, that you've been like keeping them in the closet, bring those ideas out the closet, right. and get out there because they're fun stuff. And right. the web is like the perfect equalizer. Yeah. You know. So I'm hoping. Well, obviously, you know, the under even though we're trying to really be funny in a cartoony kind of way, right. Um, there's a serious little message like buried in there, uh-huh. which is like society's not given women over a certain age a wrong, a, a raw deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like you're asking, you know, what's a male spinster? What do you call that? And there is no term for that, mm-hmm. is there? You know? No. I mean, my answer was George Clooney. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's but what that, you call a male you're not married but, uh, over a certain age. But you're giving him a lot of credit because oh, Clooney's Clooney. a stud, and uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, he's you know. sexy. But nobody's going to say, "Well, George, why don't you settle down? You're, yeah. you're missing out." No, exactly. Nah, Charlie, no. Eh? Why do women? What is it with women? <laughs> what is it with Hollywood that likes to, uh, you know, put that character in film? I mean, you see them all over. What was it? Uh, Three's Company, the <laughs> whatever her name was. She was the mince, uh, hopeful. Oh, oh, you mean the, uh, the the roommates? The room? No, not the roommates. It was uh, oh, Mrs. Roper. No, there was a lady who lived. Ah, uh, dude, I liked Mrs. Who Roper. Who always flirted eh? with, with? Oh, yes, yes. I was flirted with. Flirted with, with Larry. Um, <laughs> she yes. was a minced spinster. That's right. They make it look like oh, you're desperate. You have nothing to do with your life. You're just sitting around, um, uh, um, talking to your cat. Yeah. Whatever, you know? <laughs> And, you know, it's no, you're a human being like everybody else. Right, and right. just because you don't have a ring on your finger doesn't mean anything. Right. You know? <laughs> so directing, um, what, what other things you got going on? You got, are you pretty much dedicated to this? Or are you looking for I'm actually, I'm doing a lot of development of my own material. Cool. Um, I have started a, a fledgling uh, production company called Paper Tiger Films. Awesome. Um, through which uh, I want to uh, produce and direct uh, sci-fi, fantasy, and thriller features. Awesome. And, um, how, so, about, how about yeah. the uh, twin talk with Jose and Angel reality show? <laughs> oh, you guys are getting the show together. <laughs> no, you're going to put it for oh, them. <laughs> He's like, no, dude, you, you totally missed the hand. <laughs> <You're missing. laughs> that was a bad pitch, Jose. <laughs> bad pitch. <laughs> oh, anyway, so look, what, what do you want people to know about the, the webisode? Two hopeful spinsters, the webisode. Yeah, well, basically, uh, I, I was, I've been given the honor of directing the pilot episode, uh, which right. is actually a two-parter. Okay. And um, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's a like, cliffhanger. It's totally a cliffhanger. <laughs> and, and it's tough when you have to set up the origin of characters. It's sort uh, of like, you know, learning about Peter Parker right, and right. all that stuff. So it's my job to kind of introduce you to who these people are so that from the springboard I give you, right. they can go zany and have adventures now because you know who they are. So okay. how, how, you know? how, how, what's the duration of these webisodes? Uh, these are about six minutes apiece. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So wow, to direct that and put that together and introduce these characters in six minutes? And and on, on the speed and on the cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys want to check out the premiere of Two Hopeful Spinsters tonight. There's a free screening at 9.30 here at the Arclight on Sunset Boulevard. Just go to our Facebook and click on the RSVP there and, I don't know, follow the directions and listen to us on the way over here, eh? It's going to be after the show. Anyways, well, uh, thanks oh. so much for being with us, Mr. Parrish. Oh, thank you. What it's a pleasure to meet you, man. My pleasure. Where do they find you? Do you have, a, you have websites? Let's, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let you plug. Yeah, yeah. Well, they found me, I think, um, uh, hanging out at a bar. But uh... <laughs> Right on. I'm surprised they didn't find Angel there. Or maybe they tried to avoid Angel there. <laughs> right. But, but other producers have found me through papertigerfilms.com. There you go. Okay, Paper James Parrish. Dude, we actually have... The visual effects animator for Benjamin, but <laughs> Spider-Man, the Lion King. 
Mr. James Price. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank you. Okay, when we come back, we're going to have news and dirty laundry. We'll be right back. Awesome. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from the entertainment capital of the world, Hollywood. 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 We're at the Arclight Theater on Sunset. Um, I dig it over here, man. I've been here before a few times. It's one of those places that you have to go because it's, it's, it's like a block or right next door to Amiibo Records where you can go right after the movie. Right. right. And hang out and listen to music and get some old stuff. But Get some the, old stuff. Because <laughs> that's all they got there. They got old stuff at Amiibo Records. Well, they got vinyls in there. And uh, the Arclight sells Beer, man, and uh, cocktails. It's a it's you a great it's a great theater. Cocktails. The neat thing about the ArcLight Theater, and we're plugging them, is that you could reserve your seat. You could actually reserve your seat, like the one you want. Yeah, really. You buy it online. You can reserve the seat. They, they give you a choice of seats and stuff. It's pretty awesome. cool. Could I, I was re- here. Could I reserve a date too? I was here having uh, <laughs> I was having dinner here in this booth right here, and uh, Robert Downey Jr. walked right by me once. Really? I'm not kidding. You. It was before, right before Iron Man. Oh. Yeah. How about that? I think he's a cool cat. I would love to hang out with the, with him. Yeah. Like, all recovered and shit. Now that he's all recovered, eh? <laughs> Not before that. Listen, zero shit. I want everybody to know that we're broadcasting live from the Arclight Theater in Hollywood, California, where the premiere of Two Hopeful Spinsters, the webisode, is happening today. But also what's happening today is Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on TwinTalkCast.com, eh? Tell your friends, share it on your Facebook, on your Twitter, and on your Instagram, and tell them all, hey, listen to Los Twins right now, eh, on TwinTalkCast.com. And now the music that you hear in the background harkens our news lady, harkens the girl with the pink headphones, the girl with the skinny on the fatty, the girl that has all the news and dirty laundry, Jackie Casa. Hi, guys. This is so cool. Super exciting to be here in Hollywood. <laughs> so thanks so much uh, for making it all the way over here now. Uh, you, you went past the garage. I did. <laughs> I did. I missed the leaf blower, but, you know, I think we're all right here. So how was your week? Week was good. Week was really good. I just want to know why don't you dress up like this all the time, eh? <laughs> Totally You're all cute. dressed all up. These eh? girls have like cute little sky rocking heels and cute little hairdos, and I'm like, man. No, you're rocking it. I should have brushed my hair today. Well, that yeah, but you are rocking it. <laughs> <laughs> I try, I try. So yeah, it's been a good, it's been a good week. I'm so glad that we're here. We can be with the two hopeful spinsters, which I adored when we had them a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. So it's nice to be here and support. Yeah, because you know, you, you know, got to take notes, Mija, because you're not there yet. No, <laughs> well, but, you're not, but you're also be. not married, so you can be. Yeah. You know, I what? got a couple of years. You know, so, what? but you know what? If I am, whatever. whatever. <laughs> I'll be a spinster. They're cute. Yeah. So. They are cute. <laughs> I don't mind. I'm a minster. You're a minster. But I'm hopeful. Is it minster? <laughs> Is it minster or menster? Minster. It's spinster, so it's minster. 
Miss Minster. Min, min? Well, it depends if it's if it's more than one, then it's Minsters. <laughs> if Ooh, it's one, it then it's Minster. Minster. Because Minster <laughs> makes me think of mincing like stuff. Onions and yeah, shit. mincing on- onions and yeah. stuff. That so I don't know about Minster. So before we continue on news and your laundry, but first I want to know before we we, we go on because we have a guest here. How was your week? What did you do this week? You know, I was so busy with work. <laughs> I can't even think of anything you know, exciting I did. No? Okay. That's how awful <laughs> my life is. It's so boring. It's hey, all about bef- work. Before we go... It's trying to sound like a spinster. Since, right? <laughs> since Jackie's got short-term memory going on right now, <laughs> I want to give a quick shout-out to Maria Guerra. You're there, eh? Oh, Maria Guerra. Where you been at, eh? Thanks for listening. And also to my wife, Lourdes, baby. You made it home safely. I love you, babe. Uh, please, chill a glass for me. Anyway, so <laughs> as, as I said, uh, as we've been telling you all night long, we're broadcasting live from uh, Hollywood, California at the live or the premiere of Two Hopeful Spinsters, the webisode. And sitting with us right now uh, from the webisode series, uh, actor from Granite Flats, Bewitched, and now the two, we- ah. two hopeful spinsters, Jim Turner. How you doing, Jim? I'm right out. Wow. <laughs> Applause. Everything. I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah. So, <laughs> so how did you become involved in the Spinsters, Two Hopeful, hopeful Spinsters webisode? Uh, well, Heather, who's one of the Spinsters, um, rents a room in my house. That's, that's and, great. Um, and she said, I love do you it. Wanna, would you be in this playing a preacher? And I have a, I guess I have a history of playing lots of preachers. Oh. I played like, I played really like six preachers. Um, and I got to play a really dorky preacher uh, who dances <laughs> and is really, really white. What's the uh, name? What's the act, what's the actor's uh, what's the character's name? Dorky white preacher. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> You're I the second person who said that. I have no idea what my name was. <laughs> That's the second person that huh. we had that doesn't remember the name of their character. Preacher. I, I was preacher. Jim, Preacher that's Jim. right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. So, Jim, you've said you've played a lot of preachers. Uh, yeah. uh, what one role or character stands out to you the most? And what film, what uh, series was it? Or, and tell us about it. For, uh, for me? Yes. Um, that you played. That, that was the funnest to play? Yeah. Does it have to be a preacher? Uh, okay. Because I, I did play a great preacher okay. on Boston Legal. Oh, really? Um, where Great uh, show. I was on the last episode ever of Boston Legal. Wow. And I was marrying um, uh, Candace Bergen to John Larroquette. And, uh, nice. I what a great John match. <laughs> I love Candace Bergen. Well, and I got, to say, I got to say the most horrible, horrible stuff. I mean, wonderfully horrible stuff. <laughs> Do you remember a line? Well, what it is, it's a it's a wedding with a Catholic preach, uh, priest, priest, which is me, and a rabbi, and it starts with me going, "Okay, so you're the you're the you're the groom. Clearly, we've never met. You're the groom, and you're uh, you're the friend of the groom, and you're the Jew." <laughs> I mean rabbi. I mean rabbi, and that's how it starts. That's hilarious. And, and the rabbi gets really pissed off at me, and and I tell him that I say horrible, horrible <laughs> things. But it's comedy. Oh, it was great. It was really. It was a great scene. So we're starting to figure out that uh, all these people, that a lot of people that are involved in this webisode, mm-hmm. uh, are, are somehow related or affiliated with the. 
the the Heather and uh, and uh, Delany already. So it's like this yeah, incestuous well, we're, thing we're going on. We're all communists. <laughs> There's a we have a red party at my house every Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon down in the basement. <laughs> Um, it's sort of like Melrose Place because everyone kind of knows one another. They kind of sleep around a little bit. So, what is your, you know, what oh, is, we totally sleep around. <laughs> what is your, uh, what you know, what is your, what's your, is your favorite line in this webisode series? Of um, yours? Well, it was mostly my stuff was mostly improv, and I don't remember what really? I did. I don't remember. So they just said, "Hey, improv your lines." Yeah, I mean, it was. I I, I was trying to get um, this musician in this uh, church to. To uh, be funkier, and, <laughs> and so I was singing like Prince songs and stuff like that. But clearly, had no business <laughs> singing Prince songs. Um, well, I was doing a very white man dance. That's hilarious. Play that <laughs> funky music, white boy. Yep. How long have you been in the in the industry? Oh, nineteen seventy-five. Wow, fantastic! That's when I started acting, wow. you wasn't was that comedian Colin Farrell or something? No, that's not. No, not Colin Farrell. Colin Quinn. <laughs> no, I'm Bewitch. What's that? that you you were on that um, in that recent movie Bewitched with Will Ferrell. There you Will go. Will Ferrell. <laughs> now I'm trying to remember because there's been a couple of Bewitches in the last. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 10 Will or Ferrell years. and Nicole Kidman. Okay. And um, David Allen. I remember now. And, and you played Stephen Colbert. And I played uh, the producer of the TV show. Uh-huh. I played uh-huh. Larry, and I can't remember his name. Larry, it's a famous, it's the guy who was always the boss on the TV show Bewitched. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and that's who I played. And uh, I played a, the straight man. Oh. I really did. Um, everybody else got to be very funny, and I got to be <laughs> real serious. In the ass. That's, in that's the ass. A, see, that's my brother and I. My brother is like the comedic break because people like to laugh at him. And I just oh, keep it straight and narrow. <laughs> hey, at the risk of looking silly, eh? I I gotta bring a little bit of lightness, eh? Whatever, whatever. Jeez. So, what is it? Uh, <laughs> what would you? What? To, uh, you're, uh, you're basically are you ex- brothers? We are identical twins. Do we not look alike? Oh, now I see it. <laughs> I- I try not to look like him. Hence, wow. hence the name Twin Talk with Jose well, and Well, you never know what that is. It's yeah, Hollywood, he's an, right? He's an actor. <laughs> There's a website, and you could call anything Twin. <laughs> I, have a, I have a website called Twin Talk, too. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> so what do you want people to know about the, the webisode to, to Hopeful Spinsters? Well, I haven't seen it. I have no idea. Besides my scene, I have no idea Based on your is. experience. Um I think I just want them to like it, um, and since I haven't seen it, I don't know if I like it. <laughs> I might hate this piece of. Um, I don't think so, but I want it to be successful, and I want them to sell it awesome. and um, be able to do their show. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, do you have any uh, social media or website you want to plug? We're going to give you an opportunity to do that right now. <laughs> I really should, shouldn't I? Absolutely. Um, like if you're an actor. Uh, and writer and sort of performer, you should have a website where people can go. Or IMDb. So they could go to jimturner.net, but that what they'd see is an ad for GoDaddy. <laughs> <laughs> and for the last six years, an ad for GoDaddy, a holding thing. <laughs> I suck. I suck. I, I even hired someone to design me the website. I paid her two, $1,500. And then she gave me all the stuff, and I 
couldn't figure out how to do it, and so now it's all gone. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jim Turner, who plays a preacher <laughs> on the Two Hopeful Spinsters <laughs> webisode. I don't get it. How do you get stuff for your website? Is it, does it come in a package? Like, does it come in a, you know... Uh, uh, a virtual he, package. Heat sealed or something? You got me. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm on Facebook. <laughs> okay, right I on. Facebook. There you I go. email people. <laughs> Tell people to email me. Um, <laughs> Look for uh, Jim Turner. Oh, actually, go on Facebook and go to Girly Magazine Party. <laughs> there's a there's a, a page called Girly Magazine Party with a Y. Girly with a Y. Uh-huh. Girly Magazine Party. And that's a, a, a Facebook page that I have set up for a. I, I used to do a parody of, of uh, Playboy After Dark. Oh, um, okay. I don't years. know if you're serious. Are you for serious? Years and years. No, no. This is. Serious. Oh, that sounds good. Check it um, out. Though it's not serious, <laughs> and and I play this Hugh Hefner type that's uh, an idiot. Oh, an sounds idiot. good. Idiot. <laughs> so check it out. Girly what? Girly, Girly magazine party. There's interviews on there on Facebook. There's video. Uh, with like Jack Black, we did a thing with Jack Black that was great. I, I like that. I like the name already. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna favorite it on my, <laughs> on my smartphone. Who gave you? Where'd that idea come from? Uh, I years and years and years ago, it was a live show, and we used to. Um, we drank martinis. We we had a bar on stage, uh-huh. and we we had a guy who made us martinis. Oh. And we had shows. We had shows where people, and I was the host. Uh-huh. And it was all improv, and there were times I had no idea, no idea what was going on. And basically, and you were just on stage having having my on martinis, stage drinking, and I had to kind of keep it. I had an order of people I was going to bring out, and uh-huh. and but it's and it was all these guys on stage doing all this stuff, <laughs> and um. <laughs> one night, one of the actors, uh, a guy who works a lot, uh, Dave Higgins, uh-huh. I looked at him. Oh, did I say something wrong? No. <laughs> <laughs> I did, didn't I? <laughs> All right. Dave H. Uh, said, I looked at him, and he had a look in his eye like he was gone. And I asked him a question, and he got up, and he went off stage, and he puked. That's how drunk he was. <laughs> nice. Was it something you said? No, it was how drunk he was. <laughs> they were we, serving martinis. We, we served, we, we made real martinis. And uh, we've done this show for 20 plus years. And I got to where, okay, I can't, and they're gin martinis too. So they're really high powered. I got to where the guy who makes me martinis would come by and ask, can I top you off, tell us? That's my name in it. Can I top you off, tell us? And I would look at him and go, no. No, no, uh, fake. I sort of whisper to him, fake. And then at, towards the end of the show, I go, okay, back to real, back to real. <laughs> we drank six, seven, and we had guys in the show that were in AA. Uh-huh. And the guy making drinks had to remember who's in AA and who's not. So that he could give them water or. Yeah. Uh, That's hilarious. Well, I'm not. <laughs> you can you trust. If I'm on your show. It will be real. Okay. And I'll have a dirty one. <laughs> a dirty martini. So, okay, the name of the Facebook is Girly Magazine. Girly Magazine Party. Ladies and gentlemen, check it out. Girly Magazine Party, Mr. Jim Preacher Turner. 
preacher. <laughs> Plays a preacher on two hopeful spinsters. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you. Uh, I look forward to hearing your review on the way out okay. of the webisode. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jim Turner. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming <laughs> on our show. Anyways, I can't believe how many movie stars are on our show. I we know. have a director, now we have a movie star, and we have a couple more coming up later. Uh, and, but right now it's time for not, right now it's time for news and dirty Take laundry care. with Jackie Casas. All right, guys, let's get started. Three college friends of Boston Marathon bombing suspect Zohar Zarnev were arrested uh, today of trying to protect him by going into his dorm room and getting rid of a backpack filled with hollowed-out fireworks three days after the deadly attack in Boston. His homies? Yes. Dude, those are homies. homies. eh? They're 19 years old, accused of... uh, They're not accused of any role in the bombing itself. Wow. um, But there were the court papers that were released today. The FBI said that a a month before the tragedy, Sarnev told them that he knew how to make a bomb. Oh. Yeah. So they were charged with conspiring (laughs) to obstruct justice by concealing and destroying evidence. Hey, let me tell you, when I'm hanging out with my homies, man, we're bombing all the time. Uh, We have, have, you know, fart wars, eh? Oh, that's awesome. Who did? I could bomb you, baby. Don't don't accuse me of doing that. Uh, no, me and my homies, eh? I, I've always thought that was pretty juvenile. I've never been into the farting uh, comedy. There's this vato I know that he he puts a lighter to his jeans. And no, no, you, it, were, it really is true. That doesn't it happen. Does, it does, it eh? does, eh? I've seen you it. You know what I hate the most? You know what? My, my ex-boyfriend used to, like, go off and then... But under the blankets and then cover me with the blankets. Oh, oh my God. I hated that so bad. That's not even. That's, that's why, like dying That's slowly. why he's your ex. Yeah. Right? You don't do that shit, eh? You don't do that shit. It's like dying slowly. You feel like you're suffocating. Yeah. Okay, that would be grounds for breaking up right off the bat. It's not funny. It's not even cute. Because I'm you, dying slowly. Yes. Did you did you determine, did you feel that was cute? No, I did not think it was cute. It was not cool. Right. But uh, thank God that uh, that's over. <laughs> so anywho, so they got uh, so they got rid of the backpack with the hollowed out fireworks, and they also got rid of a back of a laptop. They found the backpack with the hollowed out fireworks, but they still have not found the laptop. Investigators are still in the search. For that laptop, the backpack was found in a landfill. Landfill, I'm sorry, um, and they had been emptied out of their gunpowder. So wow. it's it's kind of sad. These these are kids to me. They're 19 years old, and I'm sure they were trying to back up their homie and and, and try to like bail them out or whatever. But now they've got themselves totally fucked. Well, you know what? I mean, uh, I, I I know that they're kids. But they're not kids. No, they're, they are. Con- they are adults. Con- considered in the, adult in the eye of uh, in the eyes of the law. But uh, yeah, so uh, like I said, this was <laughs> just released today by the FBI. Wow, wow! In the eyes of the law, there's a lot of things. <laughs> they are adults. Did you like that one? There are a lot of things that's going on. No more on. pedos, eh? <laughs> you know, we gotta watch out because terrorists don't come. They come in different ages. They're recruiting these terrorists at a young age. You know, and and they're ridiculous. I'll tell you, man. There was this vato I used to hang out with over at the Nidas, down the street. The Nidas, remember the, remember the, the What's the Nidas? They were the that was their last name, the Nidas. They were like Nidas. five generations Nidas. of vatos. Oh, like, okay, okay. From the, like great grandfather to. It sounded like a bar or a club to, or something. <laughs> 
No, that vato could let some go away. Oh, come on. You're going back on the farting, dude. <laughs> it was funny, you're eh? Jose uncomfortable. It was funny, especially if you're the one, like, you know, you weren't the one right next to him. Eh? I, I'm into comedy, but that kind of comedy, flatulence doesn't do it for me. I've you never thought it was. Fancy, never, flatulence. I've never thought I've. I've flatulence? <laughs> I've, said, yeah. <laughs> I've never thought it's funny. See, eh? I've never thought it was funny. The sound of it, the the comedy of it, not but funny. But sometimes I feel like you guys don't even do it for comedy pur- purposes. You guys just. No, like, if I do, I let it it's out. It's like breathing, you know? No, nah, you know, I. I and uh, if you get a couple of guys together, it's like not being able to breathe. <laughs> That's the problem. When you guys get in a in a crowd. <laughs> you need to watch out. You need to watch out from those uh, poison balls. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> moving on. Jason Collins, NBA player for the Washington Wizards, rocked the sports world earlier this week. He revealed he is black and gay. <laughs> An NBA player? No. Yes. What, what? Wait a minute. That's an outrage. He's <laughs> black and gay. <laughs> Yes, gay, making him the first openly gay male athlete active in a major team sport. The 34-year-old center made the announcement on the May 6th edition of Sports Illustrated magazine. (laughs) That's a good position for him. The Collins announcement was uh, greeted with an outpouring of support from teammates and fellow NBA stars, such as Kobe Bryant from the Lakers and Dwayne. Yeah, outpouring. So there was a bunch of support from them. So Kobe Bryant from the Lakers and Dwayne Wade from Miami Heat said, right on. Here's here's what I have to say about that. What what bothers me about the whole issue is that President uh, Barack Obama. We're talking NBA. Let me finish. President Barack Obama had a press conference. Uh And he talked about uh, uh, um, Syria. He talked about about, uh, issues of the Boston bombing. He talked about the economy. And as he was walking away, somebody tosses out the question, Mr. President, what do you think? Well, first of all, whenever the president walks away from the podium, everyone starts throwing questions at him because they want to throw in a question and he's leaving. Mm -hmm. Everyone was throwing questions at him, but he turns around. I'd be, hey, Mr. President, put me on the guest list, Holmes. (laughs) But he turns around for this one question, which is, what do you think about, I'm paraphrasing, what do you think about Jason Collins being gay coming out? And he comes back. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that everybody talked about all over the media. And nothing wrong with Jason Collins being gay. I'm happy that he came out and all that good stuff. But I'm sorry. That's fantastic. But there are more important issues, I believe, than, than the fact that this man's coming out. Uh, the, you know, I think he Syria. just wanted to show the support because, as we know, most male athletes don't come out of the closet until after their retirement. They don't come out in when they're actively in the league. This is the first male athlete to come out. They don't have a don't ask, don't tell policy on the NBA? <laughs> no, but you know what? It's funny because she, she makes a good point. Yeah. Uh, athletes don't typically come out because no. it's still such a masculine, you know, and I wouldn't say homophobic <laughs> Maybe in some corners it is, but more of a masculine thing, and it's an image thing. Yes. But I still go back to the fact that the media, including <laughs> us, is only talking about the gay thing, the coming out thing, which is yeah. fantastic and all. But there was a lot of President, Believe it or not, President Obama doesn't do a lot of press conferences. Uh, as a matter of fact, my friends in D.C. who work for the news— on, on different networks have always have been complaining of the fact that hey. this particular administration hey, Jose. is very silent. Jose, you always find a way to blame Obama on something. I'm not eh? blaming him. I said the media. 
I said Here the media. You started it with Obama, eh? You were like, Mr. Obama y la media. Because he had... <laughs> because, of course, the media's going to follow his lead. So, yeah. Her, okay, then. Hence, since you're, you're blaming it, him. It, we're it, talking it, about a gay NBA player. And do you, you guys... you bring up President Obama, eh? Do you guys What's think up? more male athletes will come out of the closet now that Jason Collins has sort of opened the road? I, I think they will, but I got to respond to my brother. No, they're going to come out of the locker, I eh? want to respond. Since you're, acu- <laughs> since you're accusing me of ragging of Obama... Which I wasn't. I was ragging on the media. But since you're accusing it and I'm being blamed for it, I'll rag on Obama. No, Charlie, Obama, no more ragging. Obama, on Obama was being yelled a bunch of questions, and he turned around to answer this one. And I feel that this wasn't as important. It is a, a very important time for <laughs> sports and for the gay community. But considering in context of what was going on, it wasn't that important. What did he it say? Was it? Oh, he just gave support and all that good stuff. You know, he said the, the political things to say. He said some good things. But the important thing is the other questions. I think, I, you know what, I'm, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Jose, because you know what? Jackie brought that's, it up. That's what I call, no, what you just said right now. I, that is there. Hey, blame Jeffrey Keller, what's up, Holmes? Just blame it on me. Hey, hey, Jose, Jose, that's, that's what you call making a emotional deposit eh uh, let's not talk about money let's not talk about war and shit he's making an <laughs> emotional deposit that means you know there's he, he, you know there's so much that uh that uh, he expects from us you know he's taking our taxes and shit he's sending our kids to war and shit so and now he's, where, where does the emotional deposit so he's come making in? a deposit an emotional deposit yeah, to okay. the community does that give to me the my gay money community and that, to people who how about making care a cash about deposit issue how about making a cash deposit because that's what's gonna what people hey, are gonna man, care about man does not live by bread alone eh <laughs> anyway so we, we gotta we gotta take a little break right now because right now sitting with us another actor cast member of the webisode series uh, Two Hopeful Spinsters Check this out Ace From Suburgatory And uh, one of my favorite shows uh, On television Parks and Recreation uh, As well as Just Go With It Actor Todd Sherry What's up? Hello Shoo. Thank you Thank you for that Smattering of applause <laughs> <laughs> It's a smattering so Jeffrey, indeed Yes I would like to say That I would like uh, Any gay NBA players To have my number It's 555 <laughs> 8633 So you know I can help you Transition in, into that I, You look fabulous man I'm digging that shirt eh? Thank you it's like 60s cocktail olives, isn't it? <laughs> it does look like 60s cocktail olives. So tell us, how did you become involved in Two Hopeful Spinsters, the webisode? Well, I'm really good friends with these ladies, the Two Hopeful Spinsters. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, it turns out as they were writing this uh, pilot, they decided there should be uh, another character, which mm, I can't give a lot away, but... <laughs> uh, I am the guy that Delany's character left at the altar some years before. Whoa. And I oh. come back. Oh. Awesome. That's a good tease right there. So I'm gay playing straight. That's not, that's not <laughs> common in Hollywood. <laughs> As Tom Cruise. So, Whoa. Oh, burn. Tom so, Cruise. So uh, now that you become involved in the series, you can tell a lot, but so you say, but everyone else has come before us. It's already spoiled. <laughs> At these webisodes, I, I've, have you are you part of one and two? It's the uh, the uh, cliffhangers. I haven't seen it, oh. so I don't know where I end up in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm in both parts. I don't know. Well, tell me about Parks and Recreation because it's one of my yes. favorite shows on television. I will television. be on the uh, season finale tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, tune in NBC. tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Yes. Um, it's my second episode with them. Um, I would have had a third, but I had knee surgery. Oh, really? So lost Tell us about that. that. Go on a tangent on that one. Yeah, I tore my ACL. Wow. Mm-hmm. Basketball. Off. 
Basketball. Oh, you yeah, it off. Not basketball. Dancing. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, doing a little song and dance number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, so I had the surgery. I actually had a, you know, replacement uh, from a cadaver. Oh, wow. Of an African-American man, so I am now part black. He's got, he's got right dead parts. Yes. So he's got dead parts in him. I have dead black parts man. in me of a black man. So <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So how did you... Uh, Which part, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's all bigger. <laughs> so what, uh, what do you want people, uh, based on your experience and on the, on the script or your role and on the scenes that you p- played in, what do you want people to impart to our listeners? What do you want them to know about two hopeful spinsters the webisode it's funny as caca <laughs> can i say that on the radio oh, yeah. <laughs> you can say shit you can't say the spanish version of it oh so of i can say scheisse that's german <laughs> german yeah very good so it's funny yeah it's funny oh. come on michael madsen yeah. yeah come on did you get to work with michael madsen yourself I, he's in a scene with me yes oh uh-huh. come on yeah. spoil 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 <laughs> Uh, I might be at the altar with Delany oh. at some point. Oh. Just maybe. I might be back at the <laughs> altar. So before before we let you go, um, yes. we want if if you come out. I mean, when you come out, if you if you will, when you come back out from the webisode, oh, I want to get you. I thought you meant like the NBA <laughs> player. Will you come back and give us your personal review of the webisode? Absolutely. <laughs> and <laughs> and find out where my brother can get one of those whiskeys because he's dying. <laughs> <laughs> Just send uh, what was the young lady's name over there? What lady? I don't know. The one lady who brought water. I I met beer, eh? She brought water. Before we let you go, uh, finale of Parks and Recreation tomorrow. Yes. What can you tell us without spoiling? I can tell you that I will be riding on a float with a twenty foot statue of Amy Poehler. Oh, <laughs> awesome! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen from Parks and Recreation, check out the the. Season finale tomorrow night on NBC. Mr. Todd Sherry. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks Thank for being you. here with Have us. Good lives. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Anyway, so what, we come back. We come back now to News and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casas. All right, guys. Let's, uh, let's move on here. Now, I know that you fellas out there, you think you're hot. You're really sexy bitches, right? <laughs> yeah, well, eh? That's There's what my girl tells I'm me. pretty sexy. <laughs> well, three men visiting a Saudi uh, cultural festival were sent back to their country on the grounds that they're too handsome. And officials feared that the basically the <laughs> female chicks would go crazy. I'm posting a photo right now okay. on our f- Twin Talk Facebook wall. Now, you let me know if you think he's a hottie patati because in my opinion, and I know Maria Guerra, <laughs> what's up? I know Hi, you Maria. think he's sexy. Uh, so these three guys who are from the United Arab uh, Emirates went to a cultural festival in Saudi Arabia, <coughs> and they were spotted by uh, by these uh, cops. Uh-huh. And basically, they were concerned that they by would the be, cops. Yes, that they would be too irresistible for the women. Now in Saudi Arabia, <laughs> it's, a, it's a Muslim country. It's very uh, conservative, and the women are not supposed to. How do you like that kind of profiling, Jose? You're too good looking. <laughs> Yeah, so they're... I wouldn't mind being profiled too good looking. <laughs> so, poor dudes, they were they were sent back to their country. Like oh, I said, gotta be I posted me. that photo on our Twin Talk Facebook wall. Now, seriously, guys, you let me know what you think. This is one of the three guys um, that the photo surfaced. Uh, he's actually a poet and, and, uh, and a writer, and he's uh, also a, a photographer. 
and he and uh, he's too his pretty. photos have gone viral oh. because seriously, in my opinion, I you think he's hot? I bang that seriously. You bang that? I would he's so bangable? bang that. That thing, that that boy is he's good looking. He ain't that bad. Well, anyways, check out the photograph and get and and leave your comments. How let can us you know. get discriminated by 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 let, that? Let us know if you would profile that young man or jump Hi, Heather. On that Heather's here. One of the two hopeful spisters. <laughs> One hopeful spister is here. Yay! <laughs> anyways, we are broadcasting live from the entertainment capital of the world on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood at the Arc Light Theater. Broadcasting from the world premiere of webisode series Two Hopeful Spinsters. Awesome. Awesome. And you can get the you can watch the free screening at nine thirty PM after the show, so come on down. And remember that you the Heather and Delany were both <laughs> the, the, the stars of the show were both with us on our on our uh, Broadcast on twintalkcast.com, but right now with us sitting in front of us Hey Jose, don't mess with that. Don't mess with what? I, I can't believe Michael Madsen is here. In front of us right now, sitting uh, with uh, the... Sing on. <laughs> I can't believe I'm here either, man. <laughs> from, from Reservoir Dogs, Thelma and Louise, Kill Bill 1 and 2, and now from Two Hopeful Spinsters, the webisode, Michael Madsen. Yeah. All right. Super cool. Why do you guys have Fig Newtons? Well, <laughs> Would you like one? No, no, no. Feel free. I was just curious. I never see those. You're the second person to say that today. She, she, the other lady said, you know, I haven't seen those That's in a while. Weird, I got to have them. Wow. Big well, news. Well, uh, we, I love it, right? We had the two girls from Two Hopeful Spencers, Heather and Delaney, on our show a couple of weeks ago. They told us you were part of the, uh, the project. They yeah. said that you love them. Yeah, I do. I'm very fond of them. They... they uh, they're very sweet and they're very funny and they like to laugh and have a good time and they enjoy being women and uh, you know um, a little bit of that is pretty good once in a while. Our whole world is starting to change a little bit too much for me. So a little bit of woman is okay <laughs> once in a while for decades. Yeah, yeah. Well, girls who like to be girls. Uh-huh. That's you know? good because you know for decades the 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 woman who falls in that demographic has been cast. On films as as hope, you know, hopeless spinsters. Yeah, exactly. And now we've yeah. got they've kind of turned it around. What do you think about that? Well, I, I first of all, I think the whole spinster thing is is a fraud because, let's face it, the both of them could get. Uh, oh, they're hot. The guys around the block waiting to meet them. Yeah, they were flirting but, with me in the garage. It, it, it kind of works, <laughs> you know. I mean, it, they they understand that part, and you know, there's something very sexy about a woman who thinks that she's. Off the market, and uh, I like their outfits too. They, they, they know how to dress. It's I think uh, you have a crush on them. I could tell. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it's hard to choose between the two of them. Uh, <laughs> well, why does that take confusing? <laughs> I'm speechless, Mister Madsen. You're it's, like right in front of me, and I can't believe it. I'm, oh my. I'm starstruck. <laughs> look at this man. Some guy just gave me a script. Oh, he did. <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah. and he gave, look. He wants me to play Dennis Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Madsen is showing an That's actual awesome. script. This is this is really Hollywood. You see yeah, it all script. <laughs> uh, if you walk around and you've made a name in Hollywood, people will follow you to drop a script. Just as in, in music industry, no, they'll drop you a CD. Can you, you know, can, can you give us a, a cool? 
Would anyone what, believe me as Dennis Hopper? Would you? <laughs> could you give us a? I mean, like, he was a friend of mine. I mean, I really. I, do you I do impressions? Could you do an? Can you do an, a Dennis Hopper impression? You know what? Um, he shot me for Playboy magazine. Shot me, Benicio del Toro, and uh, Robert Downey for a Playboy photography thing. Uh-huh. And um, we were talking outside after the thing, and I was saying <laughs> to him, I was saying, "Man, you know." He goes, "What's wrong, man? You know." I said, I don't know. I'm not really comfortable being a film actor. Really? <laughs> he goes, yeah. What would you do, man? Like, you know, like, if you weren't going to be a movie actor, man, like, <laughs> like, like, what would you do, man? Like, what would you have done, man? And I go, well, you know, I, I guess maybe I would have been a good carpenter. And, and, he, and, he goes, and he goes, look what happened to him, man. What? <laughs> yeah, see, Jesus. it took you a second. But you <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Look what happened to him, man. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you shit. I mean, what an incredibly intelligent thing to say, right? I mean, just, just like that, that, that was brilliant, man. I watched, I watched, that was brilliant. I remember I'll watch, never forget that my whole life. I remember watching a documentary with uh, Dennis Hopper on uh, the documentary uh, Hearts of Darkness, uh, the Francis Ford Coppola uh, making of the film. And he was walking around with cameras. Did you, did you happen yeah. to see that? Is it, I didn't well, know. I mean, he was he, really a photographer. Oh, well, yeah. He was a photographer in his own right. He um, he taught me how to take pictures, and he actually inspired me to write. Uh, I actually have a photography book of mine that actually got published because of the things that he taught me about photography. So that's another. That's one of your hobbies outside of acting. You you're a photographer. What other hobbies do you, do you have? I was doing that for a while, but I kind of uh, I was always using those little cameras that you throw away. Oh yeah, and I never really learned anything about fancy cameras. Right. Uh huh. Can Can I ask you? Where where are you from, eh? I'm from another planet. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't from L.A., that's no, for sure. No, I know. You're, you're no, too from, cool. Uh, Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Midwest. My father was a firefighter, and um, my mother was uh, a wife. <laughs> and where are you staying at right now? Are you staying in Chicago or here in L.A.? No, I'm here in L.A. Oh, okay. I, mean, I, I'm only, I have five sons, uh-huh. and the only reason I'm in L.A. is because... That's where my, my, my kids are. Okay. okay. And uh, But if I had my own way, I wouldn't be here. I'd, I'd get out of here. Oh, okay. What is, it ab- where, is just, uh, what is it about L.A.? I don't know, man. I wish I knew, but it's losing its identity, and it's turning into a crapshoot. Where would and you I feel sorry for it, really? Oh, I'll tell you what. I, I, I love traveling to the Midwest, Chicago, Illinois area. Um, you yeah. know, it's, it's great, the, heart, the salt of the earth. And uh, what you know? What does LA need? What that uh, that maybe the Midwest has? Culture. Uh. It needs human beings. It needs <laughs> We're all brain dead over here. Can well, I just it, say it, that it I like people your... that aren't obsessed with reality television and and uh, you know yeah. you know what I'm talking right. about. Yeah. I really like your bling. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. really nice. I like I, that turquoise I, ring I, right I there that you got. Can't get this one off. Is that your I lucky honestly, ring? I'd have to chop my finger off to get it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's so really I cool. Trying. I just got that in Texas, in Austin, Texas, actually. Nice. It's nice because it's split, you know? Yeah. So you can put it on different fingers See, I on like, different days. You know, I like some jewelry myself. <laughs> I'll put it on this finger today. I'll put, put it over here tomorrow. In case so, I get bored, I change rings, you know? So back to the two <laughs> hopeful... Same ring, I change fingers. Two hopeful spinsters, the webisode. Uh, uh, we're talking about uh, a series that that comes out in six-minute increments. Uh, what, do you take it differently? Do you act differently on this? Uh, I mean, how do you take a six-minute episode when it comes to acting? Well, you know, uh, comedy is not my thing. 
and they asked me to do this, and, and I, I realized how fun comedy actually is. And um, I got away with it. <laughs> I mean, I'm playing myself. I'm playing um, Bud from Kill Bill and uh, Jimmy from Thelma and Louise. Nice. And uh, Vic Vega from Reservoir Dogs. Yes. So, you know, it's a bit weird. <laughs> but uh, I didn't write it, so... Do you find yourself doing that when you when you play other roles? Do you take from other roles, or do you try to try to come clean? Uh, you know, come with something clean each time. You know what, man? Um, I I never try to figure it out because every time you think you know what you're going to do, it, it it doesn't work out that way. And I in the beginning I would read a script and I would know not only my dialogue but everybody else's also. Right. And then lately I realized that it doesn't really matter because everything's going to unfold completely different as you think and mm-hmm. it's better to be spontaneous with it and not really know what you're going to do and be after you're done with it, it it's out of your hands interesting it's up to the editor and what kind of music they put in it and you know it's it's um you have to do your thing and then just get out it's very interesting that's like it it, it would drive it would <laughs> that drive. sounds like a like something out of reservoir dogs eh? <laughs> do your thing and get out <laughs> do your thing and get out <laughs> Joe, give me 20 bucks. There's <laughs> a Lawrence Tierney every day. Matson, hey, hey, give me 20 bucks. Okay, I just gave you 20 bucks yesterday. Shut up. Give me 20 bucks. <laughs> 20 bucks, a kid care ass. So yeah, I bet you get asked this all the time, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Of all those awesome characters that you've played, which one, can you name one that's your favorite? <laughs> the one I haven't done yet, you know, because uh, I'm always optimistic and... Uh, What's done is done, let's face it. And I'm not going to glorify anything. But uh, I'm going to hopefully that something good is going to come along tomorrow. Right on. Are you looking for a script or they come to you now? I'm sure they all just... (laughs) (laughs) just, just (laughs) That's all you got to do. If you're around long enough, you know, people walk up to you. It's not like um, pumping gas. So it behooves me to ask. You have a little bit of a a, 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 a fifty cent thing going yeah, on I over know, your swollen. a bandage over your eye. There yeah, was well, that a boxing I, match? Well, you know, I'm really super lazy, and uh, I'm trying to get in shape. And um, so I've been sparring with a guy, but he's like a black belt, the guy. And uh, so he clipped me yesterday. <laughs> so Do you don't wear headgear or anything. He just he well. We have had gear, but in that particular moment, uh, I wasn't smart enough to have mine on. Um, he's a tough monkey, and uh, he's getting me in shape. And it, it's a great way to, to uh, it's a good full-body workout. And you go three, six three-minute rounds, I mean, wow. It's, uh, it's as much as running a marathon. Wow. Uh-huh. But um, he, <laughs> I, <laughs> I told him I had to go to uh, an event, and... And that's right after that he hit me. So, <laughs> um, so know, see, oh, I got two stitches in there. He wanted to make sure he was mentioned. Now you mentioned him, Joey. He, Joey Escobar. <laughs> see, you got his plug, Joey Escobar. Smart. That's a smart way to get yeah. his plug. Well, he he teaches my kids uh, karate. He's my kids' karate instructor, <laughs> and he socks you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if you're going to get hit, you'd be hit by the best. My kids played softball for many years. I'm glad my kids coached didn't smack me with a baseball bat. <laughs> I don't want to be hit. Well, I got hit by a bat once. Oh, really? Tell us about I that. I got hit by a pool cue. Oh. And up, and up a backwards pool cue. I got the butt end of it. Oh. Yeah, I have a fractured skull right here. Was oh. that was that pre-Hollywood? Oh, yeah. 
In, in back yeah. in Chicago? Yeah. I was going to say, you got to use actually. a stuntman on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, these days I'm kind of wishing that I, that I had used a stuntman yeah. over the years. But uh, I've jumped out of a lot of vehicles and I've... Uh-huh. I've been killed about 47 times, and <laughs> I've jumped out of buildings, and, and uh, oh, my God. I've been blown up and shot and stabbed numerous times, and uh, I, I, I'm going to hand it over to the stunt guys now. What's the, what's the role? What, what role won't you play? You need a stuntman on our show, man. <laughs> what is the role that, you will, that Michael Madsen just won't do, won't play? <laughs> well, I got a script one time called Helvis. Elvis. Yeah, and um, this guy claimed that he thought I looked like Elvis Presley, and he wanted me to do this thing, Elvis. And so, you know, I, I read it, and but it was, the guy was supposed to be the illegitimate son of Elvis Presley, and but he was also a serial killer. <laughs> I, think I, I totally think I saw that one. And I said, no, I man, totally no, that's the one I didn't do. Oh. So, I wouldn't do that to Elvis, man. <laughs> Yeah, Elvis, Elvis is the king, man. Oh, he's great, and you, man. You can't do that to him. And you know what? He gets all. Uh, he's I can't do that to often. him. The movies they made about him are worse than the ones he made. Right. Right. Ah, good point. You yeah. know, they, they, they're so cruel to him. I still love watching but Elvis movies. You have a certain coolness about you. I think you would be able to pull it off. Man. It's jet, jet lag. <laughs> so, you know, that's funny. I was talking to my brother before the show that you could find so many videos of you on YouTube getting on and off of airplanes. Well, yeah. You know, that's where they like to catch you. Yeah. Because you're either in a big hurry and you have anxiety or you're dead tired and you just want to go home. You know uh, what I'm saying? Right. It's the two worst times to trap somebody. Start asking questions about Lindsay Lohan. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> you, and the, I'm glad you bring it up. Cause Wait, did you, we catch you at a good time then? Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. No, I'm okay, man. Until somebody comes over and signals me. And he, and he keeps looking around. Somebody signal me. <laughs> Please signal me. Please. He's trying to get signaled. <laughs> signal me. <laughs> we forgot him over here, man. Where's Michael? We, we will. Okay. Radio guys. <laughs> well, well, well let's, we're going to go to music break. But before we do, we're gonna, I want to ask you, you got a project you got working on? Something you want to let uh, the public know? <laughs> well, I'm going to be playing Dennis Hopper in, uh, <laughs> in Rebel in Paradise. And... Um, Actually, I'll, I'm going to be on uh, that CBS show, Golden Boy. Awesome. My episodes are coming up um, next Tuesday. What, you, what are you going to play? Uh, 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 I can't. I can't tell you what I'm. What I'm in uh, Golden Oscar Boy. Oscar de la Hoya. <laughs> no, no, I'm a. I'm an integral part of Golden Boy's life. Put it that way. Okay. But I'm not supposed to say what it is. Wow, check them out. And awesome. I just finished a picture in Texas. I did a film called Lumberjack Man. Nice. Where I'm the big hero and. Uh, that was nice because I'm usually the guy who gets tossed out the window. <laughs> but uh, this time I I, uh, I did the right thing and save everyone. And uh, I'm uh, I just did the voiceover for Call of Duty. Oh, really? The Ray- video game? Yeah, with Ray Liotta and um, Chess Palminteri. Ah, I think that's coming out this month. Okay. Wow. That was fun. That's oh, awesome. I'm yeah. gonna look for that. And I'm here with the Spinsters, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not forget them. The two hopeful Spinsters webisode series. Uh, brought, uh, you know, we're broadcasting from the ArcLight at the world premiere, red carpet premiere of the two hopeful Spinsters with Mr. Michael Madsen. Let's hear from Mr. Michael Madsen. Yay. Mr. <laughs> All right, yeah. 
Tell you what, we're going to take a music break, and when we come back, we're going to have some more news and dirty laundry with Jackie Casas. Die. 
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Welcome back. This is Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from the entertainment capital of the world, Hollywood. At the uh, world uh, premiere, red carpet premiere of the Two Hopeful Spinsters web series. Yes, and we just, uh, we've, it's been a blast. And uh, we've had, there's people, there's a red carpet, there's a step and repeat, there's actors. We, we just had Michael Madsen, eh? Michael Madsen. Who's, that, what, that was the coolest thing, dude. That guy's for real. He actually had like a Band-Aid over his eye. Eyebrow, like, <laughs> like he just got out of Reservoir Dogs and shit. Eh? He's for he's for real, eh? Anyways, like we do. Uh, the girls are going Bye, spinsters. The- Bye, spinsters. Yes, we'll catch it later. Enjoy you your ladies. enjoy your your show. Oh, yes, well, that, that was That's the two awesome. hopeful spinsters, uh, Delany and uh, Heather. They were just waving everybody that the uh, the first screening of the uh, two hopeful spinsters is going to start now. But there's going to be a free screening uh, for anybody. Just come on down here at the Arclight on Sunset. And uh, you can come early and uh, um, and have a couple of drinks. Say they have a bar here. Oh. Anyway, so. It's my kind of place. Eh? It, but now, in the meantime, <laughs> we got to go back to the News and Dirt Laundry with Jackie Casa. Straight out of Telemundo and NBC. The girl with the pink headphones. The girl with the skinny on the fatty. Oh, wait a minute. We're in L.A., folks. You hear that? There. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. The girl with the skinny on the fatty with the news and dirty laundry always brings boobs because she loves boobs as much as we do. Because she has some. <laughs> that's not what I meant. She talks boobs because she likes boobs. But most importantly, multimedia journalist, no one else has her, multimedia journalist from NBC and Telemundo, Jackie Casas, is back with us with the news and dirty laundry. Yeah. Yes, guys. <laughs> Also with us, a surprise guest uh, walking by, one of our first guests on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel when back in the day. From the, uh, po- the other station. Yes, comedian and fr- co-host of, of uh, Pocho Hour of Power on K- KPFK, Mr. Jeffrey Keller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what brought you by here, Jeff? Man, I was working out. <laughs> And I walk by and I see Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> I got scared for a second because it was you two and a bunch of white people. I, like, oh. I, was like, I hope they ain't in trouble, man. Well, I'm really glad you came by. What a great, it's a, a serendipitous uh, occasion. Serendipitous? Like, like that, huh? Very serendipitous that you walk by at an event like this and you stop by and, and say, hello, how about that? You, you stood by. As, as Michael Madsen, I saw you. I saw you waving at this vato over there, wearing all black and a hat. And I'm like, dude, you, why are you telling him to come in here? It's like because <laughs> he wasn't wearing all grubby looking. Because he shit, wasn't eh? wearing a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. And man. then I realized it was Jeffrey Keller, man. Hey, man, you know, coming by here, seeing y'all doing what you do, right? Huh? Um, you know, 
But uh, no, I, I'll tell you what. I have a show at Dice House. Uh-huh. Awesome. Friday yeah. night, 8 o'clock. Oh, right on. Come on down. Awesome. Uh, also got a film coming out with Culture Class. They re- they did uh, Water and Power, made it a movie. Oh, uh, right on. So I'm in the beginning of that. And uh, so, you know, I had to plug that real quick so people don't get mad at me. Jeffrey <laughs> Keller. Will you sit with us as we listen to the news from th- uh, from uh, News Nerdlandia with Jackie Casas? Yeah, as long as the police don't find me. <laughs> They're looking. I can hear it. <laughs> So what do you got for us on the news and dirty laundry, Jackie? All right, guys. Well, I figured in theme with tonight's uh, Spinster's premiere, I would give you some tips on what not to say to your fellow single friends. I know we like to be, uh, quote unquote, helpful, but sometimes we can say things that are offensive to our single friends. So I'm going to give you some tips on what things you should simply (laughs) zip your lips on. Let's start with don't ever ask, why aren't you married? (laughs) <laughs> it's rude to assume singles are looking for a relationship. Instead, something that could be more helpful, do you want to be married? So you're talking about men and women or men not to tell this women? Is I-, I think women. women. This is women. Because I don't know about you guys, but I think most men, you guys don't really necessarily give each other like that whole single life no. advice. No. Nah, challenge. We say like, <laughs> why the hell did you get married? That's or, what we say. or if it's been too long, we'd be willing to say that. We go, oh, he gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think generally you guys are like, go to your bros and you're like, man, I'm still single. What the fuck's wrong with me? Because <laughs> no. girls it's do more that. Like, it's more like, hey, you see that chick at the gym today? <laughs> you know, we don't look about whether they're being single or not. We just make fun of them if they ain't getting laid. <laughs> yeah, because oh. most men are happy. Like, if, if their guys are married, the married guys will look at the single guys and say, Dude, you was lucky. Don't <laughs> do it. <laughs> and they're downers. And they're downers because like, oh, I got to go home. I got this. I got that. Oh. It's the worst. It's the worst. I got shit to do too, but it's at least I got it free. I mean, you got to go home. Don't, so don't buzzkill. So a buzz it's kill. a bummer if you guys aren't getting laid. That's the difference. Yeah. yeah. And you not can, single, but getting laid. And you can tell when the guy's not getting laid. <laughs> My uh. best part, though, is when they got to ask their wife if they can stay out later. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't let on the ass. <laughs> no, no. I just got to check in on the kids. I got to make a call. <laughs> the plumbing is messed up at the house. <laughs> oh, she she called because she doesn't know how to work the remote. <laughs> Another thing that you shouldn't say to your single friends is stop being so picky. It's avoid the name calling. Acknowledge that the realities of dating kind of suck without <laughs> criticizing her. You mean like telling her she's being too picky, like yes. on the guy she's dating? Yeah. Like lighten up? Or uh, Don't be all such the a guys tight ass, she, eh? All the guys that she's dating, like you're being too picky on, you know, his weight, his height, his job, his You know heart. what's funny? Talk about picky. Years ago, I remember I was working a shoot in Texas and, uh, and we were doing an interview with these billionaires and I was putting a microphone on this woman. She was, you know, in her 60s, very nice lady with a really hard Texas draw. Right. And she looks at me and she goes, young man, you married? I said, no. Do you have a girlfriend? I said, no. <laughs> why don't you have a girlfriend? You're so handsome. And I said, well, thank you. That's very nice of you. I know why. Because you're persnickety. <laughs> What's that? I said exactly that. What the hell's persnickety? I have an idea. It's picky. Yeah. Oh. 
It's, I guess it's Texas for picky. Persnickety. Was she a billionaire? She was a billionaire. Well, then you were answering her correctly. <laughs> yes, I'm single and available. <laughs> and I ain't pickety at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm pick dickety. I only date billionaires. <laughs> I like how you said pick dickety. <laughs> she was hitting you what she wanted. Per, right, right I'd be like, I'll pick that in. <laughs> Shit. Another I'll pick thing. dickety. <laughs> Another thing you shouldn't say to your single friends is you're so lucky to be single fy to a girl okay this is no one wants to hear this seriously like like no one just just because someone is single doesn't mean they they don't think about being in a relationship or they don't think about being married Who because just because you're thinking about your single days and all this shit you got <laughs> to get away with when you're single doesn't mean that we're okay with it here's i don't, a, I don't get it I just a w- little while ago she says don't ask why, you know, don't ask him why you married and then you're so lucky you're single. That's like the opposite. Mm, you know? mm. No, you shouldn't say. Why aren't you married? That's yeah. what she said. Why aren't you married? Yeah. And, and, and then that, you turn around and say, well, you're lucky you're not. Yeah. Well, it's, it's it like, doesn't it's, matter. They're both. It's a no win situation with women. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's a no win situation. <laughs> they're women. That's how they function. <laughs> you it's can't a, figure it out. It's all wrong. You never win. It's no. All you wrong. know, when she asks you, do I look fat in this? You just like, don't answer. <laughs> no, oh, no, no. You, you got to answer. You got to answer. You got to answer. Gotta say, Baby, you look beautiful. Yes, I don't care if she's four fifty, <laughs> yes. and you met her at one twenty. <laughs> yes, your eyes look beautiful today. That's what you say. I love how that dress just just hangs around them curves. <laughs> Let me tell you, my my wife just started a a, a workout uh, with uh, with a uh, what do they call a trainer? Mm-hmm. Well, she's been working out for a while, but she picked up a trainer now, so she's get she's stepping it up. Right, and she's so and, I, and I'm really proud of her. She, you know, I'm uh, she's hot. To me, my wife is hot. Right, that's why I married her. She, she is hot. hot. She's my hot, my hot okay. Guatemalan Mayan. Come on now. And she's <laughs> keep on, brother. Come on. Come and, on. Amen. Hallelujah. She's, she's telling me this, Jackie. Tell me if this works, Jackie. She's telling me, baby, I'm gonna look twenty one. I'm gonna be looking twenty one. I'm like, baby, you're almost there. You're almost no, there? No. That's not good. Oh, don't That's say not almost good. there. That's not there. Don't say almost no, there. Because then she's gonna stop working out, eh? No. Oh. <laughs> You're there, baby. Keep it up. <laughs> wait, wait. The proof is in the pudding. Did you get laid that night? Ah, uh, no. There uh, you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to be single. That's right. <laughs> See, I got to answer those questions. <laughs> okay, well, I'll remember that, Jackie. Thank you. Yeah, you, so you there, keep it up. You there, baby. Work work on 18. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'm not old enough for you. <laughs> Another one you shouldn't say to your friends is something like you should smile more. You should flirt more. More, wear your hair differently or, or wear some more makeup. Where'd you get that from, eh? Don't, this is something guys, these are common. Guys tell that to girls? No, girlfriends. Uh, girlfriends. Okay. So, once again, that's just rude. Try to refrain from things you know what girlf- trying to... You know what girlfriends have got to stop saying to the girlfriends? What? Girl, you got to leave that boy. <laughs> yeah, y'all be starting You, you could do, you you could could do, do better. better than that. <laughs> yeah, let's get down to this. <laughs> oh, you get better than that. He, he don't even have a car. <laughs> His car is two years old? Yeah, y'all get it. He don't even take you to dinner. You pay for everything. I ain't know why you with him. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Better party of one. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) Oh, dude, you guys, women are worse than the Facebook at ending relationships. Oh, yes, they are. You really are. Because you guys instigate stuff that's not even there. Oh, wait, he didn't 
answer when you call? Uh-huh. No, what the fuck? Why wouldn't you pick up? <laughs> He's got work- things to do. He's working. <laughs> He's got to take you to dinner. It costs money. Okay, so uh, respond to a text message. That's not the hardest thing see, to do. See, look at her. See, uh-huh. see how she can oh, answer this see? Respond to a text message. Yes, it is. Let me you, tell you. You get mad at me if I don't respond. What the fuck? Where are you? What's I've, going on? Have I ever gotten mad at you? I'm not saying you. <laughs> you. You pointed at me, she, though. No, no, she, you totally. I'm saying, you know what? Let me just, I'm generalizing you three as the men. I won't. I won't. Oh, she had a why. flashback. I'll tell you why. Because I, I, I consider myself the easiest person to get, uh, to get uh, in touch with because I have that kind of job that I'm all over the place. I could just turn around. And, but there's times when you I just absolutely can't. You don't answer my calls, can't. Jose. And there's just times that I can't, and I understand when somebody can't. I don't get mad if they don't. Now, if there's an argument going on, you've been fighting, and it's something that needs to be addressed, yeah. clearly you're avoiding the return to returning a text. No, yes. I'm not gonna. Hey, you know, let me, yes. let me. How about this? How about I know somebody that a, a, a woman uh-huh. that was that her boyfriend of a couple of years uh-huh. broke up with her via text. Oh, that's harsh. Is it? But I, mean, I got, were, I got a problem with that. Was it a years? picture test? Text that's picture. what I want to know. If you were giving just the dating. Finger, <laughs> Jeffrey Keller's giving the finger. <laughs> if you were just dating, going not just dating each other, I mean, for a couple of months, I don't think that's the worst thing you can do. Just saying. But if you're dating for several years, you're in a committed relationship. Yeah. No, absolutely not. is terrible. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I think even if, if you're I, even if I just went on three dates with you and I text message you. No, cool, no, no. Really it's a wrap. Absolutely. <laughs> We're digressing. Did you know that a study just came out that actually says that youngsters who are of uh, a hiring age mm-hmm. are actually going to job interviews and texting while they're in their interviews? Oh, that's terrible. And so the fact that that people are so While cavalier. While interviews? Yeah. And the fact that people are so cavalier, like as, as, but as, your, as your example. But, but you know, though, he's right. It's because casual dating. Right. Is that a but big Geno deal? Smith, Geno Smith, one of the reasons that the, the quarterback got drafted in the second round, right. that he didn't go in the first round, what people were saying was because when he was in the I offices of uh, there's different teams, he did not interact with the people that were working there or the coaches. He was sitting there texting. Yep. Sitting mm. there by himself. So they thought to themselves that he would not be a good leader or communicator. A good team with player. Teammate, a team player because he's sitting there by himself. It's so yeah. true. No, we are glued to our text messaging, but I just think I if will it's say, casual dating, I, will, I hung say, out with you at the movies, I went you out to dinner, I got to have a face-to-face conversation I'm with so, you. Yeah. I, I would, I would <laughs> venture. Damn, I would, did you see how she looked at you when she said that? That she keeps looking at me. <laughs> I would venture to say that if you dated some guy one or two times, whatever, because when you date someone, there's that expectation that maybe, oh, he's cute, he's fine. Maybe if that guy, one, two, maybe three te- uh, dates, texted you and said, hey, it was really fun, but I'm not really interested, you would be mad. I don't care what you just said, but you'd be, you be calling your girlfriend. You'd be like, can you believe he fucking texted me? No, no, no. But I wouldn't be upset about the text message. I'd be upset that it was over. No, you would be. Yeah. A, no, you wouldn't. You'd be upset. I don't see nothing wrong with a text. If the chick doesn't want to be with me, why am I going to waste my time over there with her? Eh? Hey, my last unless, girlfriend was violent, so I texted her. I said, half of this over. <laughs> Stay away. Stay away. Cause Stay, I trying to get shot. Safety purposes, exactly. right? Unless I'm hungry and I, am, I want you to take me out to dinner and then I'll break it off there. I'm not following him. That's because she's, she, she's, she's going to be spiteful like a girl. She's going to make you but pay not, and then break up with you. Uh, here's the thing I got oh, to that's say. That's just wrong. It, I think that <laughs> it's wrong. I think there needs Sometimes to be interaction. That's what not, girls do. Not only that, because things get lost in translation and text messages. Yeah. You know that. It, you what need to hear inflection. What is so difficult about? I'm not so into you. 
Because, because it could be one of those. <laughs> what is so hard about okay. that? You know what I love about her? I don't know what happened in her last relationship, <laughs> but you feeling all of it I right now. Can you tell? <laughs> can you tell? I don't know what his name was. It Joseph? What was his name? <laughs> he had curly hair. Because <laughs> I'm feeling the heat over here. I'm like, oh, damn, she's upset. I uh, just think. It bounces know, off me like bullets. Translation. I mean. It's over. I don't see nothing wrong with it. I think if it's a couple of casual dates, you weren't no. feeling each other. I mean, if I'm uh, not feeling you. Hey, baby, it's after not two like dates, I'm going to be feeling you, baby. Really? Yeah, Charlie. Well, <laughs> you better let me <laughs> feel you. By the second, day, <laughs> by the second date, I'm feeling you. Physically. But if I'm not feeling you, you would know. Here's the deal. Oh, yeah. I more, would. Than li- <laughs> more than likely, unless it was an online thing. Where you uh-huh. met, more than likely it was a human type of interaction, either over the phone or face to face. If it was an online, that, that, AOC, let me finish AOC. the damn sentence, dude. See, nothing changes, Keller. AOC, because you, <laughs> you're talking all the time. Because you're talking all the time. Let me tell you, if it was an online thing, I'd be feeling myself. <laughs> but so how, so how long? <laughs> since you went on this text, I want to ask you this. Well, so if you send me a text, how long do I have to respond before you get pissed off? Well, it doesn't have to be immediately. It depends. <laughs> if I know you're at work, let's uh-huh. say it's between your work hours. I right. would be understanding. Right. Now, if it's more than four hours, I know you got to have taken a break with, within four hours. If you haven't responded to me within four hours, then I'm going to raise a flag. Now, Raise if I a know, flag? Yeah. What's going on? Would Can I ask you busy? a question? I would be like, are you busy? Are you a stalker? I'm not a stalker. Because <laughs> those are stalker tendencies. No, I'm not a stalker. I'm actually, I'm, I'm very understanding. I work in the same business as Jose where sometimes you just get slammed and guess what's the end of the day. So I can be understanding. Okay. But when I know that you're just chilling at home and it's something that I need immediate response, let's say, are we going to hang out tonight? What happened with blah, blah, blah? And I need to know an immediate response. Right. I think hey, I have a, common I have a, courtesy. I have a question for you. What? Something recently happened with your new boyfriend, didn't it? No, 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 nothing. He's actually really good about responding to listening. me. Listening. He's he actually ain't got no listening. choice. <laughs> He's actually listening right now. No, actually, I get don't it get from him. Trouble, I get it from him, but he knows already. He'll just, if I don't respond to him, he'll respond to me. Busy, huh? So he already knows. But here's the deal. Here's the deal, what I could say about that. Um, just because you're not working... You know, sometimes you are in the middle of something. Yeah. You know, because. But if I know. Because baseball is nine innings. That's right. You know? Oh, God. Football's, th- you know, what is it? Four so, quarters? So, I don't watch football. So but football, right, four quarters. football is more important than responding no, to me if we're going to no, go out tomorrow? No, no the I, bet on the game is more important. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to be a. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, a lot of times just because you're not working doesn't mean you're not doing. You're not. Just well, I'm when not you're when you're, you're at like home doesn't mean you're just sitting, yeah, or anything you, like that. You might that. be fixing the Jose. car. You might be, I don't know, helping the neighbor with something. I mean, you might be in the middle of something, paying bills or whatever. You might be with the boys because sometimes when you with the dudes and the girlfriend, <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing to be like, "Oh, dog, I gotta hit him." No, back. see, I know I'm very respectful of when it's the boys' time. I'm not gonna right. be calling and be like, "I love you, baby." Do you text I that? I love you. Well, I'll text that, but I'm not gonna be like on the phone. Tell me you love me. Tell me you love me. I'm not gonna be like that when you're out. That with would the boys. be some cold shit, wouldn't it? Be? That that's if you're mad or you want to burn him. Say it. Say that again. <laughs> you Tell with, me you love me. You with the guys? You with the guys? You know what's yeah with the guys, baby. Tell me you love me. Tell me, tell me, tell me how much you love. And my girl asked me in front of the guys to say it. Uh-huh. I did. I said nice and loud. What would you say? I love you, baby. Really? I love you. That's I would. Cool. You know what I'd be like? I'd be, like, be getting late when I get no, back. I, I, like, I better. I'm, I'm like, like, wait, wait. I'm losing you. Hold up. I'm losing <laughs> you. Wait. I can't hear what you're saying. You're breaking up. <laughs> you're breaking up, baby. I don't want to hear. That's <laughs> that's exactly what I do with the bill collectors. Because <laughs> it's so good to do. Hello, hello. 
Uh, can I speak to Mr. Hernandez? Hello? Can I speak to Mr. Hernandez? Is this Mr. Hernandez? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Honestly, do that. You know what I do? It's hilarious. Try this. They call and say, is Mr. Keller? Go like this. Uh, what you want? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I did one time? You know what I did? I'm telling you, it works, man. And they're like, well, what do you mean? I mean, uh, what you want right now? <laughs> one time I had a guy uh, built Is it a G Street? I, I was really cool and diplomatic with the guy And I said, yeah, this is this is Mr. Hernandez He's like, yes, Mr. Hernandez I'm with da, 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 da. I said, oh, uh, Johnny whatever. Yeah, Mr. John Smith it's, I'm glad you called And, and I appreciate your, your, your getting in touch with me Let me ask you a question He goes, he goes yes What time do you guys do? When you have dinner with your family Is it around 5 or 6 o'clock? Uh, yes, Mr. Hernandez Yeah, because I'm having dinner with my family right now Can you call me back? Oh. And that worked? Oh, I just hung up. Oh, okay. That's harsh. <laughs> That's mean. No. Don't call me during dinner. Oh, I harass them. Forget that. Oh, They're like, time. what are you going to pay? I, I really said, you don't nice. pay me. I'm very nice to, to telemarketers and stuff and those who call for campaigns. <laughs> yes, You'll am. be hard on your boyfriend for not texting you back, but a stranger <laughs> you don't even know, you all nice to him. What kind of bullshit no, is that? because I did, I did uh, cold calls for, for campaigning when I was in high school for extra credit. So for I, extra credit? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did Extra it for credit, extra huh? Credit. <laughs> so I... Okay. I guess so. so. Wait, I get extra credit if I cold call? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was volunteering at a campaign office, and, and I know what it's like to call people and being hung up on. But well, who were you calling for? What candidate? It was for a mayor candidate in L.A. before Mayor Viragosa came in, so this was a little while ago. Okay, well, I'm just um, checking. But, so I just tell them politely, no, thank you, I'm not interested in voting in XYZ, but thank you for calling. Bye. And I hang up. That's so sweet. Aren't I? Gosh, dang it. All right. So the last <laughs> thing you shouldn't say to your single friends is maybe you're meant to be single. That's not cool. I think you should. That's a brilliant one. No. You don't have a crystal ball or simply know what's going to happen. Just because it hasn't happened doesn't mean that you don't want it to. It's like telling someone to like give up their dream of traveling the world or opening up on a, a business. You don't know. So don't you tell weren't me meant, meant to be <laughs> travel the world. You never know. See, I'm I old school though. Jackpot. But if you tell them that, that will motivate them to find someone to prove you wrong. <laughs> that may That's work. Tough love, type of tough love baby. Come that on. may work. Okay, we'll be right back with Morton News and Dirty Laundry. We got to pay the bills. We'll be right back, y'all. today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Hey everyone, this is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T U-verse. Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting I'm live. I'm dry. Ain't no beer. Ain't nobody brought me shit. We're broadcasting live. <laughs> From where are we broadcasting live from, Angel? From the ArcLight Theater in uh, on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood for the premiere of Two Hopeful Spinsters, the web series. Because uh, 
it premieres tonight, eh? And it's going to be a web series online, and you can find out more about it on our previous podcast where Delany Peace and Heather Olt, who star in the Two Hopeful Spinsters, were on our show. Just go to our previous podcast. Indeed, they they are hot. They're hot cougars and spinsters. Now, they were on our, our show um, uh, talking about what the ho- hopeful spinsters are, and basically it's their two old to be cubs too young to be cougars unmarried women and the webisode too old to be cubs too young to be cougars that stuff whatever it is (laughs) you know (laughs) too old to be a kitten too young to be a kitten what's what's the difference i don't know man cub what is a cub was a cub someone what's a cub yeah what's a cub a cub is a uh, it's a bear isn't it no 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 a cub is, is a when I went to Eastside Little League, it's the major league team that I played on. <laughs> <laughs> Eastside and bowling, huh? Hey, baby. Now, a cub is what? A baby bear? No. That's it, what I thought it was, a it's baby a bear. Wom- it's a woman who is, um, um, okay, a cub is a woman who is really young and dates older guys, right? And no. a cougar and a cougar oh, is older who no, doesn't date older that's, that's, that's a gold digger. Th- that's... <laughs> That's a jackpot, eh? <laughs> I thought that was a gold digger. I don't know that's a cub. You trying to be politically correct about this? Persnickety correct? <laughs> I know pudicitous. <laughs> so, uh, uh, have you met? Have you? Uh, do you know any hopeful uh, any spinsters? Have you even heard the term before that? What spinsters? Yeah, a spinster. Man, I haven't. I haven't heard that. What since Goldilocks? Wasn't Goldilocks in that story have a spinster? No, she's too young. She was a little girl. No, but a girl she hung out with. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going way back. Goldilocks. Anyway, we're gonna. She hung out with cubs, didn't <laughs> bears, right? She slept on the cubs' bed. Anyway, anyway, we got to move on. We're gonna be doing some more news and dirty laundry. But before we do, um, I, I have my segment that I like to call the Patriot Pass because I believe that our rights are like muscles. If you don't exercise them. They will shrink. What's the faces you're making, Angel? You're doing the Patriot Pass, eh? I'm doing it. And I told it's you. It's so painful to me. At the beginning of the show. I'm so non-political, man. Here's the deal. You're going to like this one. I'm going to break out in hives, eh? Before, last, this weekend. I need an EpiPen for this. This, <laughs> this weekend, my girl and I went to, I told you, we talked about the show. We went to downtown LA, the broad, uh, Fiesta Broadway. You're, you're, you know, your girl, you? What? Your girl and you? Yes. Okay. Can I can I do my Patriot pass? I won't interrupt you with your chill out. Oh, you're right. Anyway, I, I was I was appalled because it was ten blocks of nothing but corporate brainwashing, and the worst part about it was that lines and lines of our people were there. And I got to tell you, man, I got to tell you, this is my Patriot pass. I'm going to talk about. It. Come on, people. Come on, come on, people. I got I got to cue the music for it. Come on, people. A strong culture entrenched in family values, hard work ethic, and independence, and you've allowed yourself to be brainwashed? I attended the Los Angeles Fiesta on Broadway, an event geared for a demographic from which it derived its name, the Latin community. And since we're talking about L.A., I witnessed a largely Mexican, Central, and South American crowd. What I did not witness, anything resembling a fiesta. No mariachi, no art displays, no fun rides, nothing of cultural significance, not even a single taco stand. What I saw for 10 blocks was a booth and another booth and booths of corporate brand names with tchotchkes and handouts. The worst part? Lines of people, mostly Latinos, with children, grandma, grandpa, standing for hours for a measly handout, which they'll probably throw away. 
a water bottle, a keychain. Come on, people. Where's your pride? Where's your dignity? And you drag your kids to this? When the city of Los Angeles invited you to a fiesta on Broadway and it delivered a corporate brainwash instead, you should have bowed out, boycotted. Go home and have your own fiesta. Or perhaps even go to one of the many museums in the City of Angels where you can find real art, literature, and maybe something on our culture. Come on, people. Ay, ay, ay. And that's my Patriot Pass. That's my brother exercising his biggest muscle, his mouth, eh, on the <laughs> Patriot Pass. I'm going to support that and tell Jose, I'm going to go get some King Taco after this. All right. Right. East LA, you're, you're treating? I'm supporting it. King Taco? Mexican. No, King Taco. Oh. King Taco's the best. Yeah, I like that. At, that El Compadre, you ever go there? Oh. I know y'all better go to oh, El Compadre. Yes. That's famous, famous El Compadre, the one on Sunset. Yeah, that's our boy that runs that over there. Really? Yeah. Which, what's his Ballin Park? Yeah, from Ballin Park. Yeah, they run they, that. They live right across the street from the high school. Yes. Yeah, they still own it. They still own it. I wow. go in there. They, don't don't tell me you go at Ballin Park because if they remember you, you ain't gonna get out at five <laughs> in the morning. I'm telling you that right. A uh, Panda Express and uh, I, you didn't know this how Panda Impress, Express and uh, Ta- uh, King Taco are getting together and they're they're act- branching out. Really? Yeah, it's called Ching Taco. Oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't say Ching Taco. Oh my gosh, is that uh, politically correct? I love that man. What? I'm going to use that Friday <laughs> night at the Ice House, eight o'clock. <laughs> you better give him a ticket for that. <laughs> oh, come on in! I'll put you on it. Y'all coming? I'll put you down. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. So back with the news and dirty laundry, Jackie Casas. What do you got for us? You got something else for us? All right, guys. So this is the last story, last creepy story of the night. So I know that some of us are uh, Starbucks addicts. We make our visits in the morning and the evening. And I'm a beaner. I'm a beaner. Somewhere in between. Well, this might give you a little of a scare. A California woman tried to poison Starbucks customers by swapping bottles of orange juice on shelves for ones laced with rubbing alcohol. Oh. The 50-year-old woman was allegedly spotted by a, other customers placing newly contaminated containers into the fridges. Screwdrivers. At a San Jose <laughs> branch. <laughs> right. Right on, eh? She fled the store after <laughs> staff were alerted um, by what she was doing. A worker wrote down her license plate number. The cops tracked her down where she was arrested and charged with felony poisoning. Once the orange juices were tested at a lab, it revealed that she Damn, Jeffrey, you see at that? At a lab. Oh, yeah, Are I you saw that? that. I saw that. I saw that. I might not be single no more, people. <laughs> Look at that. You saw that, too. Oh. Sorry, babe. <laughs> I'm like, who? Who did we see? Someone fall Some down? hot white chick yeah, walks out down. with a miniskirt out of that theater. I love Hollywood No, but now. she had a booty. That's what I saw. <laughs> Where did white girls get booties? When did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. When, when Jackie's all like, I'm doing news and dirty laundry. I'm sorry. Here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got distracted. I'm ADHD, whatever that is. It was the booty. It is, I'm ABD. <laughs> so, did anybody drink it? No, no one drank it. No one was poisoned. Why not? Eh? But she was, once they, uh, you know, arrested her and they found out she's an actual trained chemist. Uh, they, rubbing alcohol won't hurt you. you. Just If you drink too much of it. Any alcohol will but hurt. What will it do? What will it do? Did it you say? They put uh, rubbing alcohol in, 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 in. Rubbing alcohol will kill you. It's you could, poisonous. It's toxic. I've had that in coffee, eh? That's rubbing what alcohol? Mariachis do it. Yeah, eh? Really? Oh, yeah. What? No, somebody well, lied to you. Someone Not played Charlie. a bad joke Not on Charlie. you. I drank it right out. Of, I mean, not right. I poured that it right out of the bottle. Lot, eh? That's so bad for you. It's, it's one of the most poisonous. Uh, uh, Alcohol's bullshit. <laughs> 
You, you've never been to Tony's, right? <laughs> Who? Tony's uh, a dart place over on uh, yeah. Magnolia? Yeah, it's a great place. They got a 12% uh, beer right yeah, there. Yeah, but that's not but rubbing alcohol. It's no. the isopropyl that No, but, it. you know, it came in handy one day. <laughs> Cut my finger. <laughs> rubbing alcohol is when you like the bottom of alcoholism. <laughs> yeah. Or when you drink um, like Listerine or mouthwash. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, I drink that. Well, now, what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can actually use v- vanilla extract and get drunk off of it. What? Yeah, that and one? you smell like vanilla. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. nobody knows why this woman uh, decided to taint the orange juices, but she has been arrested. She has been charged. Luckily, no one got injured or hurt. Uh, but kind of creepy. What kind of charge is that? Um, <laughs> yeah, what do you get charged with it? Well, I believe it was attempt for, for poisoning. <laughs> attempt, attempt for poison. I never heard of that charge. Felony, <laughs> felony poisoning. Is it felony poisoning? Felony poisoning. It was a white girl, wasn't it? <laughs> no, she's got some crazy name. I don't no, know you know what? White girls don't poison. No. It's a, it's a Latina. It's a DUI, eh? Drinking under the influence, eh? <laughs> And the Asians drinking, will chop your penis drinking off. Drinking under the influence. The Asians will chop your penis off? Yes, there was a case earlier this week of an Asian woman that uh, chopped the penis off. I got to cut husband. the Asians out now, too? <laughs> Sorry. Who's left? Indian? My hand. <laughs> I hate that rap, the Latina girls are crazy. Y'all is a little crazy. When you get your heart broke, okay. y'all get a little crazy. I think okay, Filipinas, uh-huh. are Filipinas are double crazy. Filipinas are crazy. Are crazy-er. They're yeah. Yeah. fucking me. Because they got that Asian <laughs> Latina thing going. Yeah. Nicaraguans. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Nicaraguan in black? Ooh. Oh, cancel Christmas. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. What you got to date is a girl from Idaho because she knows how to play with guns. Idaho? Idaho. Look, I don't, I don't go with no girl that owns a gun or knife. Because yeah. I know at some point I'm going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to. I don't want to. I know because I'm going to mess up. I tell a woman when I meet her up front, I said, girl, this is going to be like a roller coaster ride. There's going to be some good times and there's going to be some bad times. <laughs> but you got to be with me, baby. That's right. Because <laughs> it's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that I have for tonight, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, Jackie Casas with the News and Dirty Laundry. Yeah. Shoo! We'll be right back with Angel's Chill Lounge. Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Kick back and listen.
Do you feel a bit overwhelmed? It's natural. Or a bit confused? It's conceivable. Does anxiety have a grip? It's very possible. Extenuating and even everyday situations in our lives can trigger these natural, conceivably possible reactions, and it's okay. It's bound to happen. Don't resist and simply flow. Let it run its course, but don't wallow in it and don't act on it. Take it in the chin, but with composure. If you must, scream, let it out, but don't force it out. Lift your arms and take a deep breath and let it out and repeat. Now, yoga, sun salutation, down dog, warrior stance one and two, repeat, repeat. Align your core with the core of the sun and with the core of Mother Earth. This will release energy that's pent up and redirect it to a positive releasing flow. Situation still there, but then so are you. Chill. One love. And that's another edition of Angel's Chill Lounge. Shoo! <laughs> and that brings us to another end of another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We broadcast today live from the entertainment capital of the world. At the Two Hopeful Spinsters um, webisode. Web, web series premiere and at, we, the, at the Arclight. And so we want to thank our hosts of the event and the stars of Two Hopeful Spinsters, Heather Olt and Delany Peace for inviting us and right on, be part dude. of it. We and I was happy that they came on our show. Eh? Check it out, Jeffrey. People walked up to our booth today and say, hey, we heard you the other night. And they dug our show, man. Isn't it, isn't it great when that happens, man? I'm digging it, man. I'm digging it. I love it. I was in here one night. It happened and some twice. guy yelled out, said, Jeff, poach your hour of power. <laughs> I'm like, what? Right on. <laughs> we also want to thank uh, the actor from Reservoir Dogs, Kill Bill 1 and 2, and, of course, one of the stars of Two Hopeful Spinsters, Mr. Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen. Shoot. Yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's part of the Twin Pyre now. From, eh? pa- from Parks and Recreation, <laughs> Todd Cherry. Uh, also from Granite Flats and Bewitched, Jim Turner and Mr. James Paris, the director of the Webisode series, or at least the uh, pilot. We want to thank him as well. We want to thank our man, Jeff Keller. Hey, guys. Thank you for having me. You guys have a great show. Thank, thank you, man. We're going to have to have you over at the uh, Pocho Hour of Power. We look forward to that. Definitely. Listen, Jeff Keller was on our show very, very early on. He had the, the, we were honored that you had the confidence enough to be on our show. Yeah. And now he just happens to be strolling by. Yeah. Is that crazy? <laughs> I think that's pretty dope. Tell everybody where they could find yeah. you, Holmes, and your Friday show, too. You can. Uh, first of all, we're at 4 o'clock, KPFK 90.7 FM, uh, Poacher Hour Power. You catch us there, and you catch me. Uh, of course, you can get me on Twitter, My Mom's White. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I follow. <laughs> I get rednecks on there sometimes. My mom was white, too. I said, dude, don't, don't talk about <laughs> Or Facebook, Jeff Keller. And get, again, uh, Ice House. Uh, tomorrow night. I mean, yeah, Friday, Friday night. night. Give the date. o'clock. Give the date. Oh, uh, what's that? The uh, May third, and then May fourth. I'm doing a. <laughs> I'm emceeing an elementary school uh, fundraiser, oh. and they said be kid friendly. I guess we're not. <laughs> I guess we're not invited. 
You know, I'm, yeah, I'm a kid from Baldwin Park. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, though. These guys, man, I know these guys for years, yeah. man. Yeah. They used to run around in the football field with jerseys on, handing balls out. It was beautiful. <laughs> That's so cute. We were dodging them, football players. <laughs> yeah, they used to pick on us, man. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff Kelly. Hey, thank you, guys. Thank you. God bless. Really thank awesome you, you came by. Awesome. Thank you. Also want to thank Straight Out of Telemundo and NBC multimedia journalist, Awesome at what she does uh, with the news and dirty laundry. Thank you, Jackie. Thanks, guys. Have a good, good night. Good to see you again. Of and course. Every Tuesday or Wednesday now. Remember, check us out every week. Uh, we're on a special night for the next several weeks. Wednesday night, 7 p.m. We will be broadcasting from Theo Luis's garage next week. We're going to have an awesome show, right? Do you, do we yeah, have? we do. We got... Uh, what do we have? <laughs> we have some shit. I got to look at the calendar. We got some shit going on, though. We got some really good stuff coming up. It's not like our show. That's not I promise did. you. <laughs> Just tune in next week on Wednesday because it's Hump a Twin Day. Remember to go, uh, friend us on Facebook on Twin Talk Show. Check us out on Twitter, Twin Talk Show, and TwinTalkCast.com. You can check out all our shows or podcasts for your desire. Yeah. All right. Next week. Good night, y'all. Shoo!